Hey guys, it's Audrey, the creator of Sequester. You all played Sequester super well, but now it's time to play Purple Pants Podcast Sequester. Sharks, sharpen your teeth. Minnows, there's nowhere else to swim. Respect your moderators and remember the room limit. Be the best guest and you might win the Purple Pants LOS. Take it away, Bryce. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Podcast, you better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast, you better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast, you're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast, you're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Bryce, what's going on, man? What's poppin', baby boy? I don't know. Audrey gave me the call. She said Bryce needed a wingman for this next sequester mini. And I, I was like, I got to come through. I don't know who's playing. I can't wait to go explore these rooms with you. But let's talk about that first mini. Let's get a little assessment, a little recap. And I want to hear all of your thoughts because it was so much fun to watch. You absolutely crushed it. You got seventh, which is amazing. And you got hey. basically idled out. So with the LOS, uh, and, and I think you really could have gone on to win if it weren't for that. And I know I know just from online reading things you were one of the fan for favorites so you you really killed it so i definitely want before we get into this purple pants sequester game can we talk about that sequester mini that you played in on saturday a little bit for sure baby boy and i'm honored to have you as my wingman i would choose no one other than the one the only the jack Atkins. but definitely it was so much fun i truly did not know what i was getting myself into um i know that you had talked to me about sequester before and i'd seen like people posting about it uh but when they reached out to me I was like well first they reached out to me to do the Rob has a podcast one and I just didn't know anything about it and so I declined and then once I saw that one I was like oh my god that looked fun and I told you about it and you were like you should have definitely did it I was like oh my bad baby boy and then when they came back around and were like are you in I was like for sure and so I don't know I tried to like get as much information as possible but I don't know it just it was a lot and the pregame for it was just the worst thing ever I just like oh my god it was and, and before but, we dive into that, should we give some of your listeners who may may not be uh, familiar with Sequester just a little bit of a, a briefing about what it's all about? Yeah, well, go ahead. Go, you, come on, yeah, baby boy. Okay, okay, so, I mean, just for the people at home listening that didn't maybe didn't watch this Sequester mini on Saturday night, that was all Survivors. It was a ton of fun to watch. I guess you could say Sequester is basically a, a similar game to Survivor or Big Brother. And they have this live version that lasts about a week that's very similar to Big Brother. But since this quarantine has started, they've really been doing these online minis. So there's multiple online rooms. The players will jump around. Each round, someone's getting voted out. Sometimes people are getting dragged out of the game by the people that get voted out. But really what makes it make it, makes it its own thing is that each round, there's like a twist that can kind of define who can vote, who can get voted for, like how many, like what the what element is the factor that for people to go home? Because it's not always the person with the majority of the votes. Sometimes, you know, it's the person with the least amount of votes that goes home. So it's just a bunch of crazy things. Uh, and as someone who's watched the sequestered live game before I was so excited to see that the survivor cast was coming that obviously the baby boy Bryce was playing and I knew after playing with him in South Africa I knew he had all everything it would take to go kill it so I mean Bryce you played with a ton of survivors uh, and, and Bryce really just brought the energy brought so much humor to those listening at home obviously if you're listening to this podcast you know how Bryce does his thing uh, but let's get right into it Bryce you said this pregame was absolutely crazy and from 
what you had told me, it sounded insane. But can you just give the people at home like a taste of what happened? Like, like what went down? Well, so the cast got revealed, and I was excited because I knew a lot of the people. However, I have to be, you know, full disclosure. When I saw that the War Dog was up there, I was over it because the mated War Dog was turning around. Oh my god, it definitely was. And you know, the War Dog and I have a love hate relationship. Sometimes we're good, sometimes like we're not good, and we were in somewhat of an okay place. We just weren't like talking as often as we did. And so once I saw the War Dog up there, I was like, oh my god, he's going to gun for me. And so I did not want to like, pre- like I didn't know pregame was really a thing. Mm-hmm. When I saw some of the people up there and the people that I I naturally talked to, I just sent them a text like, hey, like I'm so excited for this like sequester thing. And that was like the extent of it. And then a couple of days later, I get a phone call from the War Dog, and the War Dog is like, hey yo, Zaddy Isaiah, word on the block is you're out here pregaming hard, and you didn't even call up me. And so he really kind of put like the fear in me because I'm like, oh my god, like are people really saying that I'm like pregaming? And then I really got nervous because like, well, could I really be a threat out here because I am so social? But then I'm like, ain't nobody worried about me. Third boot from Kagiyan, they ain't worried about me. But then it just kind of sort of got crazy. And then you know my phone started ringing, FaceTime started happening, people started reaching out, and then it's just like, oh my god, I don't really know what to tell people. I'm like, do I, I, I don't want to reveal to everyone who I'm talking to. But then you have to worry about like if I don't tell somebody who called me that I talked to X, Y, and Z, and then they talk to X, Y, and Z, and they say, well, I've talked to Bryce, and then that person's like, well, Bryce just lied to my face. I can't trust him. So it just was this convoluted web that I could not wait until it was over. And I was just so happy. Like when Saturday came, I was just like ready to go. You know, I was ready to wet my whistle and just really have a good time. And that's like truly what I hope to do. And as long as I was like not the third out in my book, I I was like, I was going to be happy. So that's just really where I was coming from. And I mean, going into the game, I'm sure you had a little bit of a sense of what the structure was, what it was all about. You knew it was going to be a little bit similar to Survivor, obviously kind of a microcosm of it because it's such a short version. But what was your strategy coming in? Were you going to play super strategic? Were you going to be really social? Like, how are you feeling about this game, given what you knew about it? So given what I knew about it, I knew that that uh, given what I knew about this game was that I knew that there are a lot of people out there pre-gaming and making these large alliances. And so when I like the, the couple of games that I watched briefly, I realized that large alliances don't work because there's so many twists that you can't predict. So my strategy was to literally just reach out to the people that I had natural connections with and not to pregame. Just to be like, hey, I'm so excited and really just on a human level so that if my name were to come up that they will be like, hey, you know, uh, I'm not going to vote for Bryce. And also my strategic game was I was learning my lesson from Kagiyan that listen, if uh, if the fire is hot, I need to get hot with it. And I was not going to be afraid to say people's names that I liked and I wasn't going to be afraid to throw people's names and I wasn't going to be afraid to lead the conversation. And again, it's so weird in a game like this, Jack, I have to tell you, like, although Kagiyan was so long ago, I was having flashbacks of Kagiyan. And I was having flashbacks of Kagiyan to the point where, like, when we lost the challenge and we went back to our tribe and that, like, everyone started having conversations and I wasn't a part of them. And I just sat on the side because I really felt defeated. And so, on this game, I was like, that's not happening. I'm not playing no sideline game. And whether or not it takes me out early, I don't care because I'm going to drive the conversation. And I felt like I was successful in doing that. So, that's really, like, the game I wanted to play. 100%. 100%. You played a great social game. Uh, and then obviously, you ended up getting all the way to seven, getting idled out of the game. Uh, I mean, and it was, I think really the, the highlight for me was there was just so many hilarious moments. Obviously, watching from <laughs> home, I bounced in in and out with you between the rooms, just following what you what you were doing. Um, and so, just on the, on the topic of strategy, during the game, what would you say some of your strategic highlights were? 
category? Like, what were some of your best plays, best moves? Um, I definitely would say one of my best plays that I can think of is that when John Carroll was up for the drag realm and I realized that I was in the room with him, at that point in the time, I wanted John Carroll out. I probably had voted for him twice at that point and I knew that it was a drag realm and I knew, given my relationship with Johnny Potts and Pants, that if I were to write his name down, he would have dragged me out. So one of my most strategic moves in that realm was I put a vote on Jatia's name because I, up until that point, I've yet to hear her name and I doubt anybody would vote it for her. So I just wanted to put a random vote out there so that John would not drag me. So I think that that was like one of my most strategic moves because I would have for sure, if I would have took John out that round, I would have absolutely been gone with him. Totally. Another one of my, yes, another one of my like strategic moves wasn't that strategic, but I knew that in the rounds from watching like the heroes and villains of a sequester that was like the day before that if there is a the the elimination round where you can vote the chance to vote either in this round or the second round I knew it was better to hold off and it was so like tempting for me because I wanted to ensure that our targets were go home and I was like I don't know but I held off that second round to vote and it was like such the smart thing to do because there was a target I forget who it was that round but we had been trying to get out and I think it was like me Lauren and Jatia we waited to the second round and we essentially dominated that round of being able to get a target out. Another one of my strategic moves, um, my closest alliance in this game was Jatia. And outside of Jatia, I had the secret alliance with the war dog and Kelly. And outside of that was like Lauren. And then outside of that was like Lauren and her IOIs. And so I was very interesting with me. So with every group of people that I had, I had a hit list of five. And so each of the hit lists was different. And so at each round, when I could see who was like, you know, when Jatia and Lauren and I had the power in the vote, we took out the top of our hit list. When yeah. I could see that more like, you know, War Dog and Kelly, I kind of took out their top of the hit list. So I was like marking my hit list off and okay. as they corresponded, so I was really watching the game and really kind of like listening out who was going what and who was going where. So that definitely was like my strategy was like to have individual hit lists and really trying to like target when I could see how those people were moving in the game. So that's really what I was trying wow, to do. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even realize that because with those hit lists, not only do you know where a lot of your allies are li- like uh, where they lie in regards of who they want out and that's going to let you know the flow of the game but that's also going to let you know who's not on the hit list and not on right. the radar and that gives you even more information so I love I love the move from you baby boy that's that's like really good gameplay and I also didn't realize that you threw that vote on Jatia which I think is really smart because you knew she was not getting any votes so I mean props to you Bryce and I, obviously when we get the, some more guests uh, on here as we go we'll get a little bit more strategic insight we'll get a little bit more about some of the hilarious moments that uh, occurred during the game but just before we dive in maybe start bouncing around some purple pants podcast sequester rooms uh, and i know those room moderators are on the way what was Ugh. your personal favorite highlight whether it's like a something really memorable something really funny what, what was it so one would have to be when i was like in room five by myself just kind of like and, and one of another strategic point uh was mine's was once sorry to like you know back up but one that all of the hit lists were gone and then it was like all of the people that i was working with and and I knew that my name wasn't on the block. Another move that I did was I just went to room five and I stayed in room five because I figured that like a lot of the times, as soon as you pop in a room, somebody's like, well, who you got? Who you got? And then if you say a name, they're obviously going to run it back and use it against you. So I just stayed in room five. And so I was just listening, rapping Little Kim. I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. And then uh, Karishma came in and Karishma was like, who we got? Who we got? I was like, anybody but me. And she was like, okay, I got you, boo. And my little, I was drunk and I was like, listen, do I trust her? No. no. <laughs> 
and she popped right back in that room. I said, and I, ooh, oh, my God, that has to be the most funny thing. And yeah, then another crazy. funny, yes, another funny moment when it was like me, Lauren, and Kelly, and I was like, they were like, they were, we were just like, they were yelling over me, and I was like, hey, yo, I'm the moderator, I'm the moderator, listen. And then when the moderator Dylan Pop came back, back it was like, wait a minute, I was, we were dying. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was so much fun. So yeah, I just, I definitely had uh, so much fun and so many memorable moments on this sequestered mini of Survivor. And before we dive into all this conversation, Bryce, I gotta know, would you do something like this again? Um, I definitely think I have to. I think it definitely brought my competitive side out, and I definitely think that it reassured me, because a lot of the times for my Survivor Kageon, although I wear a smile and I'm very proud of the game that I play, I was not happy with the game that I played, mm. and I kind of always beat myself up that, like, you know, sometimes I believe what the Reddit say and what the Twitter say that, like, I'm not a great Survivor player. Sometimes I believe it in my head, um, and I just think that, you know, this kind of proved that, listen, baby boy is a competitor. Yeah, and I, I've told you this outside of this podcast, but given your performance in, you know, South Africa, even Survivor Philadelphia, the Survivor Sequester Mini, you've been crushing it. You're playing a great social game, a great strategic game. Like, some of the moves you just told me about, I didn't even realize, I didn't even think about. And I consider myself a solid st- a strategist. And then, obviously, <laughs> everyone knows you're always bringing the entertainment, bringing the humor. So, where's Jeff Probst at? Let's get Bryce back on the show. Come on. <laughs> but, like, Bryce, we got this Survivor Purple Pants podcast sequester mini. We got these rooms we gotta get to. The, <sighs> the room moderator is about to come through. <laughs> what, what do we do? <laughs> what, what's the move right now? Let's go. Let's find out who's in these rooms. Come on, baby boy. Right, should we hop over to the first room? Yeah, let's go into room one and see what's popping. Alright, let's do it. You are now entering the Purple Pants Sequester Mini Podcast. <laughs> Alright, Jack, I don't really know how to play this purple pants sequestered thing, but let's click on room one and see what happens. Hold on. Yeah, let's check oh, that out. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh god. Wait. Who who's in stop room one? Stop talking, stop talking. We have a room limit, room limit, room limit in the lobby. We have one. Is this who I think it is, Bryce? I don't wait. know. I, stop uh, talking, stop talking, stop talking. <laughs> we have room limit. In the room we have one. Uh, Shit! I keep going in the same goddamn room. Who is Oh uh, God. Oh Bryce, oh. it's it's the it's the the zaddy dog the oh. war zaddy whatever you want to call him oh, we got the war dog Bryce I was I was uh I was trying to get on NSFW what podcast <laughs> bitch you buy a shirt what, yet well welcome to the maiden voyage the maiden voyage this motherfucker do we do we, we could talk about the maiden voyage can we talk yes. about the maiden voyage yeah please okay, run me sure. through it so, yeah. wait but real quick real quick real quick because never publicly have I announced that a certain somebody in the maiden voyage was the war dog so i am just publicly saying that now oh. that yes because i was being classy war dog like listen, listen listen my man he was like this he was like i'm not going to name this individual but he was too busy in the gym when i called <laughs> and then he said he was studying for the bar exam ah! 
<laughs> I did not say the bar. <laughs> he was like, and then he was like, I don't have time for you, but he said it in the third person. And I was so tight. But I won't talk about this individual. Meanwhile, we don't follow each other anymore on the social medias. Yeah. Well, listen, you hurt my heart. And so the thing about it is, is that like, you know, despite what you see on social media, like the war dog and I on his season really connected. We had a, a really good friendship. We had, uh, you know, a good rapport. But what I soon to find out was that like the war dog that you see on TV is not an act. And you know, he, you know, one day we friends, one day we not. But the one thing that I am really great about my sequester experience is that like, you know, it kind of sort of brought the war dog and I back together and we were able to mend fences. So, you know, I am, you know. Isaiah. <laughs> it's okay because after they hear this, this segment, it's about to be the final voyage. We're about to put your oh. podcast oh. out of business. Oh, it's got to be, that's- it's got to be a continuous voyage though, war dog, because you got to keep coming back for, oh. for Zaddy Eye out here. Oh, Zaddy Eye. You yeah. know, so let, let, let's talk about why I'm even on this podcast. You know, uh, the war dogs, the war dogs never been on an RHAP podcast, you know, so oh. why is he on this one now, right? So let, let's, should we go back to Sunday? Should we go back? Should we go back to eight days ago? Yeah, let's let's get into it, War Dog. So y'all just came out of this sequester survivor mini. Uh, and from my, as far as I know, little me, just a fan, but I heard there was a lot of pre-gaming going on, War Dog, and I heard you kind of spearheaded a little bit of it. What was your pre-game experience before this this game? How much do you know about sequester also, and how did that affect your strategy coming in? Okay, those are, those are great questions, my man. Jack, yo, Jack's coming through the Jack attack today, huh? All right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you know. know. So, uh, so I said that's a great question. So, um, Brent Wolgamot, Brent Ws, he started tweeting about Sequester maybe about a year ago. So I kind of caught on and watched that little season two on YouTube. And then when season three came out, I kind of watched it live on, or not necessarily live, maybe the day after, or a couple days after. Okay. So I kind of was, I, I watched those two live versions, right? So I knew that the mini, I never really watched any of the minis, you know? I, I heard about all that, that drama in the Big Brother reunion mini. Ooh. And ooh, that was hot. Chalet. But uh, actually that drama and I, I, I mentioned Twitter and I said right about an hour before we got on this podcast I did a little poll is a war dog gonna be cute or messy and the fans wanted messy so let's get messy you know uh, I called out my man Brent W's and Taryn Arm Week and we talked about <laughs> <laughs> how they did not uh, as responsible responsible hosts they let a certain situation get out of line I don't care who was wrong in right situation but once they got certain personal and become one-sided, I think you have a duty and a responsibility as a host to either divert, make a joke, switch it, something, or just to protect. And you're talking before the game or after? No, I'm talking about the Big Brother Canada reunion. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I called both of them out. And now, I was never really that uh, close with Taryn, but I was close with Brett. So we had a heart-to-heart about it. He gave me his point of view, and we agreed, disagree. So no hard feelings with Brett. I still like Brett. But we just agreed, disagree on that particular tactic. Uh, Anyway, so I never really watched one of those. But um, Chelsea Walker, right? She hit me up. Right? <laughs> so we, we about to get in on Chelsea Walker. So let's get in on Chelsea Walker. But Chelsea Walker hit me up maybe about three, three, four weeks back. She was like, hey, the war dog. And I was like, that's him. And she was oh like, um, would, would, would you like to play Samba Sequesta? And, and the war dog said, of course he would, right? I was like, sure, I'd be down. So I got a message from my man, Mike Bloom. Shout out to Mikey B's. And he was like, war dog, I heard you want to play Sequesta. I said, sign him up. Sign the man up and he did then um, I got a little information about some of the cast but but not total information about it I knew Kelly was playing I knew that Chelsea Walker did you, was playing did you know I was playing I heard some rumors some oh. rumbling 
songs you might be playing. You know, so I, what were your thoughts real quick, though? Real quick, when you heard that I was playing, what were you thinking? Were you thinking like, oh, I'm going to get them out right away? Or what, what was your thoughts? Well, and originally, I had I got rumblings that was both your playing and Randy Bailey was playing. I was like, oh, boy, this ain't good for me. <laughs> That's <laughs> a know? dynamic trio. Right I, got, I got two people over there that got some some unfinished beef right now with the War Dogs. I was like, this, kid, this might be a bad start. But I was like, let me hold reservation until we get this final cast. So the cast came out Saturday. So was that about nine days ago? The cast comes out. <laughs> and, um, and I see the cast. And right away, I call my man, Johnny Fairplace from Survivor and SFW. Buy a t-shirt, get a phone call. So um, <laughs> we went out there and we discussed this. And we were like trying to pregame. And I also hit up my man, Rick Anchorman Devins. And I hit him a little ebb and flows. I hit up my Khaleesi Kelly Wentworth. And I started trying to assemble my crew, right? So I reached out to Chelsea Walker. And she was playing a little cute. A little like, she don't even want to talk to Quester. She don't even want to know what's going on. So I said, okay. And the more I started talking to uh, Johnny and Rick, I came to realize that they were not big fans of Chelsea Walker. So soon I realized that it wouldn't all work. But at this point, I also was under the assumption that there was this another big alliance started. Mm. An alliance with like, ah, and I, and mm. Bryce. Let it. Mm. And I said to myself, this alliance cannot be good for the war dog, right? Now, let me ask you, in those two big alliances, who from the rumblings that you heard was considered the strong alliance and who was considered the weak alliance? I'm just curious what the streets were saying. Well, the streets weren't really... They, the, streets were uh-huh. saying, the streets were almost implying they were a good and evil alliance. The oh evil God. alliance. The dark alliance. Oh, that's bad. But that, but that may not be that far from the truth. I hate the war dog. I just want <laughs> Okay, okay. So the lies are going there, but then I started realizing. I started doing a temperature check Sunday night after I had a few a few conversations. Realized I necessarily didn't really enjoy the people in the alliance that my man Johnny Fairplay was putting together. Okay, so I said, you know what? Let me give a call to mm. Zaddy Isaiah because I oh. knew that Zaddy I wasn't going to call me. He's a petty bitch, right? So I. <laughs> <laughs> So, That's he, a good read. He was a good read. He was not calling me. I mean, I could have been drowning two feet away from him. Like, I would hear my FaceTime going on, so you must be okay. So, uh, but he did answer. I knew he would. I knew he would answer. Uh, so you knew I was just going to pick up the phone. I knew you would because I know you. Okay. You just needed. I needed to be the one to now, come with my hand, my hat in hand, and reach out to you. Now, real quick, just real quick, yeah. you call. Tell me how I picked up. Like, just give me a play by play, real quick. Just like two seconds. He was kind of like. You had a hairnet, which is standard. Ah! <laughs> we ain't say all of that, War Dog. We didn't okay. say all of that. And you were like, oh, hey, War Dog. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, Zaddy Isaiah, what's going on? He was like, hmm. Bitch. He was like, he was like, he, I didn't even get a bitch. If I got a bitch, Jack, then oh, you were good. good. I was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get a bitch. I was like, he was like, huh? I got a very like nonchalant. Hmm. That was very oh. true. <laughs> I was like, okay. I had work to do, right? So we kind of started this call. And on that call, the first Sunday, if you remember, it was more like, listen, man, like, you know, I know we haven't been always eye to eye, but like, obviously we don't need to be going at each other. And it was a very like, uh, feeling out call, right? Right. But then I called you the next day, that Monday, a week ago. And um, that's when it started getting a little more serious, right? And you kind of weren't believing the war dog. You were like, I'm not, not really at all. sure. So then I said to you, you know what? I said, I am so honest with you right now that I'm going on your podcast, okay? He did I say will, that. I will go <laughs> on my first ever RHAP podcast, okay? And I will present myself, present, present. I'll be a present. 
to you on your podcast. And you started, your ears started perking up. Now, mind you, <laughs> Jack, uh, later in the week, I tried to, like, renegotiate terms. He I, did. I, <laughs> he did. Okay, so this is when I was like, this is why I can't stand the Lord. So, mind you, we're like Friday, and yeah. he's, like, trying to, like, get the list. And I'm like, okay, you said I, you would come on my podcast, War Dog. And he's like, no, if we made the jewelry and Final <laughs> Four. I'm like, bitch, that is not what we said. <laughs> oh, that's what that's Rob has a contract right there. Yeah, <laughs> Renegotiating. I tried, to, I tried to renegotiate, but... Hey, in law school that's what it's all about war dog he did he did you know i thought th- i thought those were, were terms were ambiguous you know they were ambiguous terms i tried to <laughs> add some clarity to them and he, he shut it down so it was too late in the game to uh to rework those terms so i said you yeah. know something i said i'm coming regardless so um then as a, so as a week went by so this is monday tuesday I, we started talking about chelsea walker right oh and then we was like you know something she was walking around with a little pep in her step on monday <laughs> Right? Not Chelsea Walker. Chelsea Walker, right? So, oh, I hate him. So there was a little rumor going around. Did you hear this rumor, Jack? That Chelsea Walker, she actually put together the cast. I did. I've heard that. I've heard that on the street. On the street. Well, not gonna say who from War Dog, but you no, know, it was all over. But I, and by and by Saturday, the entire cast had heard it. The interwebs right. had heard it. Twitters had heard the rumblings. Not the Twitters. Know. The Twitters. That's when you know. That's when you know. What about the? What about the Instagrams? The grams? I don't, I don't know. The grams, I don't think, was as connected. I saw it on MySpace. It was, it was on MySpace, <laughs> just so y'all know. That's it was Chelsea was. Walker's top friend list. It was half the cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard that, too. I heard that 12 people were in her top 16. And, um, um, so over both of y'all. <laughs> and, uh, no, but what, they, what people don't know is that the war dog started the rumor. Uh, war dog. God. I went out there, and I just sold it. I sold the whole rumor to fair play. And I with, I, with, the thing about it is that kind of annoys me war dog about that is that like i heard that before you called me so when you called me i even told you that and like you <laughs> you pretended like you were like really <laughs> i'll tell you one thing if you wanted any information to get out all you have to do is tell johnny Fairplay. johnny Fairplay was like a little whore talking to every single person and he had some loose lips so i knew if i needed some information to get out there i'd tell johnny and he just traveled so um now my girl Chelsea, by Tuesday, she panicking. Okay. Yeah. Panicking. And I'm getting. I'm getting. Um. All of a sudden, I'm also getting texts from Lauren Ashley Beck. That's three names, everybody. Three names. So she's out there texting <laughs> me like, "War dog, where you been, boo? Are you ever reach out to me? What's going on with sequester?" I'm like, I'm to myself. Okay. I mean, I got this duo panic right now back against the wall and I was just like I talked to my girl Lauren I'm like I don't know what's going on I feel like you're close with Bryce and I just can't get a gauge on him right and she like what are you want me to like set something up to talk to you I'm like no 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 don't set nothing up just be like uh, send a message you know I trust you to be my my, my messenger and the rest so of the week meanwhile like, let me just set this up so what was so interesting was that like Lauren was one of like the first like three people that I talked to and when War Dog reached out to me I didn't believe him at all but I didn't want to tell anybody that the war dog had reached out to me because I didn't really understand the war dog's plan however the more and more the war dog and I talked I'd have to say I fell back in 
lust, like with our friendship. And I'm like, you know, I got mesmerized back by the war dog. And so another like thing of trust that the war dog would do was like, listen, and he would be like, listen, Zaddy Isaiah. And I'm like, I don't even know why he says that. But he'd be like, listen, Zaddy Isaiah, I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to tell Lauren and you can gauge if Lauren's telling you the truth. Yeah, I I put Lauren on the test. And that was really like kind of like my barometer for Lauren. But the one thing that I would say about Miss Lauren Ashley Beck, all three names, she came through with everything. Everything that like the war dog reported back to me, she reported back. And so at some point in time, I felt bad that I was not telling her that I was this close with war dog. But at the same time, because war dog is all in, Jack, as you can see on this podcast, like he's all in. And so I kind of sort of had like Kagian flashbacks. And so the one mistake that I felt like in Kagian was that like I revealed my hand too much. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to keep this war dog to the side and see how it plays out. And so, I mean, it really did in my favor work out because he obviously he's on the podcast and obviously he kept his word. So I was very appreciative of the war dog. Yeah, totally. I mean, strategically speaking, you got to keep a couple things close to the chest. You don't want to lay all your cards out before the game even starts. You know what I mean? So, but getting into strategy, war dog, you, you did go out a little bit early. Oh, 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 we, we, we didn't even get to yet. <laughs> I'll pump the brakes. I'm pumping the brakes. I'm the pumping the brakes. Still got to get a little messy. Messy. We got to get a little messy. What the Twitter Let's poll say, war dog? I ain't hear you. What the Twitter poll it say? It said messy. 87%. I only put the poll for one hour, but it was over 280 votes, and most of them came in. And messy. So, they even said, if this host don't want you to get messy, go to another host. I almost called Johnny Fairplay at NSFW, but I didn't. I helped. All right, let's get, let's get messy then, war dog. What's up? All right, What's up? so what really cemented the relationship the friendship is I told Zaddy I that there was a particular Zoom 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 call happening Thursday night. Okay? A Zoom call with eight souls in it. Eight souls. And they all aren't well, I'll let you make it. Well, hmm, let's see. Are they good souls, bad souls? They are souls that might need a little reckoning. They were not aligned with Bryce, is what you're saying. Oh, they were definitely not aligned with Bryce. And after the call, I brought in my girl, Khaleesi Kelly Wentworth, and we FaceTimed Mr. Zaddy Isaiah, and we gave him all the tea. And let me tell you something. It was, I wouldn't even say it was tea because it was so good, I would call it some freshly squeezed juice. Juice. And why, why juice and not tea? Because what was, saying, what was said out there was pretty fucking sticky. Okay? Gotcha. And it was the kind of stuff that once, once it's on you, it's hard to rub off. It ain't tea. It didn't burn. It got sticky. So, uh, and once I said that, I felt like that kind of trust me telling him who was on the call, me telling him what was said, I think really cemented the relationship. But you can you can make your own uh, comment on that, Zaddy. I I would agree. I would agree that after the information that was received on that call, I was a thousand percent in with you, and that we were like, you know, no homo, but balls to the walls. Ah, okay, okay. I mean, that's how you got to do it, War Dog. And, and I think you really balled out with the pre gaming, Bryce as well, which we, we talked about a bit earlier. Um, and are we still getting messy right at this moment, War Dog? Or you want to oh, move on to strategy? Well, 
word on strategy, but I did want to ask him real quick, you know, Zeddy I, he glazed over the word, the lust for the war dog. So I want to know, are we talking like Sean Rector lust or Donovan Hurley lust for the war dog? Which Ooh. level of lust are we talking about, Zeddy I? Jack, continue with the podcast, please, Jack. Got you. Because <laughs> war dog wants me to come through this computer and Jack, continue with the, continue with the podcast. Because <laughs> this- <laughs> we, we're going to save this, the, the flirting for later. And guys, at this on. time, we've <laughs> yeah. got the, yeah, listen, we've got, we li- room limit, room limit, room limit. We've got the war. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we're um, okay, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's dive in the game. So th- that's that covers the pre-gaming. And I, and I felt like, you know, Bryce was keeping me up to date before the game started. I felt like you guys were both going to be in a great spot. Uh, and then once we get in the game, War Dog, things start out pretty smoothly, but you go out pretty fast. It, what, yes. you were, yeah. What do you think happened there? Chelsea Walker. Right, t- <laughs> oh, talk us God. through it. The CW right there. C- oh, I am. Listen, let me just say, I am over the War Dog right now. Okay? Like, he is, he's on one right now. Okay. 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 No, I, I'll give an assist. I mean, Karishma went out there and played her thing on Sunday, played their game, and they, they got they got some votes on me. But I couldn't counter that because of Chelsea Walker. So, mind you, so Chelsea Walker all week was some frustrating human being. You know, about, about I don't know, maybe five minutes before that Thursday Zoom call, I get a call from Chelsea Walker. She's talking about Johnny Fairplay made me cry. I didn't even have time for this. I'm thinking myself, I got a Zoom call. I got to go Zoom with my to be. <laughs> you zoomed out of there. All right? Yep. I got a bunch of frenemies to talk to, some fake allies, and you come in here talking about some Johnny Fairplay make you cry nonsense. Now, the rest of the week, no matter what happened, we couldn't give her any information. We gave her some information. She started telling people. She started getting nervous. She started questioning. And for good reason, because I did start a lot of rumors about her. But not a personal rumor. It was a personal rumor flowing out. The war dog had nothing to do with that. We digress. So, in the game, it was round four. My girl Chelsea Walker was getting a lot of heat. Mostly because her, Lauren, Ashley, Beck, Jatia Hart, and Zaddy Isaiah, like four fools, four of my five alliance mates, decided to push the green button. The green uh, fucking button. Who pushed you the green button? You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. All right. So, I'm sitting there with my dick in the hand and just oh. one. Oh, you like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we do know first. I'm sitting there cold without a jacket. We don't want to say dick in the hand. We get Zaddy Isaiah all the time. <laughs> you okay. know what? So I'm relax, out here. relax, boys, relax. So I'm out, I'm out here trying to trying to get someone going, and me and Khaleesi, we out there trying to flip Jamal Shipman to push the vote on PG Law. And for some reason, you know, because of the allies, ultimately I find out through the voting, we fell one short. It was 5-4 against Chelsea. But my girl Chelsea had an LOS. She was safe, okay? So we're sitting there in a room when they're about to announce who's eliminated. It's me, the Khaleesi, and my man Jamal Shipman. And we hear an LOS because played. I look at Kelly and we both think, it's got to be the two monitor queen Chelsea Walker, and they said it. They, and right away, then she said, "They said PG was eliminated." Me and Khaleesi, we are celebrating. We are giving each other virtual high fives. We're telling Jamal, "See, we are loyal. We are loyal to the core." Jamal's he's sipping on the juice. Everything's going good. First person to come into the room. First person to say game on. Chelsea Walker coming in hot. 
She's coming in like, war dog, what happened? I thought we had the numbers, but I had to use my LOS. And I'm like, yo, trust a girl? No, I, I don't think so because, you know, everybody press a green button. I think we lost this 5-4, I'm not 100% sure. She goes, no, we had the numbers. You voted against me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, no, seriously, think about it. I was like, I was like you and, and Lauren and, and Jatia and Bryce, and y'all all press a green button. She goes, you're getting defensive. Bitch, I got so blooded right there. I sat back. <laughs> I had to rewatch this yesterday. I sat back on my couch. I don't think I said another word while she was in the room for another three minutes. I just sat back. My blood was boiling. I went into another room by myself for a quick second. Yes, that's when we revealed our alliance, War Dog, because it was like me, uh, Lauren, and I, maybe Larissa. And you came in there. First of all, all night you were sitting down. Then you came in there like, yo, Lauren, you better get your girl. And mind you, I'm just sitting there, but like, I'm like, oh God, the War Dog is off the edge. And I'm like, War Dog, this is not the time or the place. Like, calm down. And you're like, you need to get your girl. You need to get your girl, because I don't know what the War Dog's going to do. I don't know what the War Dog is going to do. I'm like, oh, God. And then, and then, you know, that round, I didn't strategize one second in that round, so I held my vote. That was a now and later round. To, my, to much of my shock, Rick Devins went out that round, and I remember even having a shock face. And then the, the very next round, so I had a vote, and whoever had it left a vote, I think, um, Bryce, you still had a vote, right? And Lauren had a vote? Yep. And we were all, it's time for John Carroll to go. This time has been. But then, you know, the, there started being some momentum for the war dog to go. And I, it was too late to scramble and it ended up being a tie. But meanwhile, the war dog was still hot over this Chelsea Walker thing. And, you know, instead of trying to play the proper way and trying to curry favor to get votes on John Carroll, the war dog went around and just started accusing women that they voted for, <laughs> they voted against them. Like, Kellen, why you vote against me? And Kellen actually had She voted for me the first round. But the second round, she was like, fuck this motherfucker right here. And um, that so was So did it. you turn into a Chelsea Walker? I turned into a Chelsea Walker. Damn. And that was the game. But I was happy to see that uh, Chelsea Walker got her ass dragged. No, seriously. No, she's my girl, though. Uh, but, but at least four of my six-member alliance made the jury. And uh, they really balled out. And I'm so, so, so happy for Abby Maria because I really do believe in her. And she got a chance to go to the show by getting to the final two. She did great. And Kaylee! <laughs> She's a baller. I tried to target her the third round. She deflected that shit real quick. Yep. And um, and I had a feeling she was up to no good, but nobody saw it early on. And props to her because she played nearly a flawless game. She played she really did flawlessly. Though. She really did. She, uh, Abby had everyone scared of her. Abby had her own core alliances. Abby had enough people that she like pre-gamed with. Wait, that, Abby I, or I, Kayleen? I, yes. Abby. I, Abby. Oh. No, I'm talking Abby. Yeah. Abby played a great game. She I did. mean, although, like, you know, it got a little messy towards the end, but so, Abby so. really did. So, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. She really did play a great game. But ultimately, I ended up voting for uh, Kellen or Kayleen, as we know her, just because I felt like she had less alliances than Abby going in. And I thought it was a little bit more admirable. But all in all, I thought, you know, the War Dogs performance on uh, Sequester was great. But I was more importantly, like, happy that the War Dog reached out to me. And I was happy that I was on Sequester because we kind of got to, you know, mend defenses. And I'm glad that, you know, we're back off to our maiden voyage. You know, and I can't, and I can't tell you, I'm wait, how many voice. tweets I got um, that night or and like people were like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that Maiden Voyage is a storyline on Sequester. I was <laughs> dying. Yeah, we had everybody thinking on Twitter that we we're still enemies. That was great. Like whenever they came in the room. But let's let's leave on the note of please tell them why we've been going back and forth talking about room limit, room limit. Oh, my God. So 
I, at one point in time, I was like in a room with like Johnny Fairplay or like Mama C and like Rick Devins. And so like, you know, the, the moderators, they would like, there was a room limit. So maybe it was like, at that point, it was like four. And so whenever somebody would come in, the moderators would be like, there's a room limit, there's a room limit. And so mind you, the war dog, he would like, he would just click out of rooms. He would like go into a room and see who's in there. And if he didn't like them, he would click in. So it's like, mind you, me, Mama C, Rick Devins, and Larissa. And then we'd be like, room limit, room limit, room limit. We've got the war. <laughs> and then he just wouldn't come in. But listen, this is how dumb the war dog is. And mind you, I have to, I'm, uh, I have to admit this as well. I would forget what room I tried to go into. So not only are we all in a room and we're like, oh, is the war dog trying to come in? And then they'd be like, oh, no, okay. He didn't come in. Then, so we stopped talking because they're like, room limit, room limit. Okay. So then two seconds after that, we start talking again. And then all of a sudden we get a room limit, room limit. We've got the what? And then he realized he can't try to come into the same room. And then he just exit out. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. A true story. I, I got caught once because supposedly uh, Christmas said I popped in a room with a bunch of people and they caught me rolling my eyes and clicking out. And they were like, it's got to be him now. <laughs> Right. They definitely knew it was you. But honestly, War Dog, I just have to say thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for being a War Dog of his word and keeping your, what you said to me and coming on the Purple Pants podcast. And you know, we're off to a, uh, yes, we off to another maiden voyage. So thank you so much for coming on. I greatly appreciate you, baby boy. Thank you, Zaddy Isaiah and Zach Jack Attack. I just called you Zach. But you're good. It's all it's, good. It's Jack. Zaddy Jack. It's just Zach. Hey, so maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's Captain Jack of the maiden Ooh. voyage. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm I'm there for it. Yeah, let's raise the sails. Thank raise you so much for thank oh, you so much for coming hey, on though. I War bet Dog. there's more rooms for you to explore. So go explore some more rooms. You and got make it. Sure, you stay in the room. Later, fellas. Later, man. Appreciate it. Get some. Bryce, you know the room limits. Someone's got to leave if you want to continue this podcast. Chile, these moderators is really working my nerves. I gotta go to the bathroom and I can't leave the room. Oh, well, let me get into who in this room? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, Kelly, oh. Kelly, this is the moderator. Did, did, you, did you pull Jamal out, girl? <laughs> now, hold up a minute. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I led the charge on that. Ah, no. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, you backstabbed me. Well, real quick, girl, welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast. Hey, this is my first time. I'm so glad. I know. Oh, yes. Sequester brought us together in a whole new way. You hey, know, welcome I to the podcast, Kelly. Hey. You know, I stands the Kelly's Wentworths of the world, okay? <laughs> and the Farm Guy 69, don't forget. Yes, yes, of course, always. Um, I'm so glad to be doing this, Bryce. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm, I'm glad you could fit me. If I'm glad, because, girl, you know you booked and busy, so I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we could, I'm glad you found some time, girl. So, I yes, did, I did, I did. The Quester thing was kind of crazy. So, like, yes, Jack, what you got for Kelly? Yeah, Kelly, I mean, it was so fun watching you and Bryce, uh, your relationship on the Sequester game. You guys really killed it, obviously dominated the game, and we're just a lot of fun to watch. And it was just great for the fans at home, and I'm sure you players, just to have some relief during this quarantine. What was your strategy coming in pregame? Did you do much, like, pre-gaming to, get, to gain allies? Like, what did you know about Sequester, and how did that factor? In. Yes, a lot of pre-gaming. Here, one crazy thing though, I had a secret thing with Bryce, and I don't think people really knew that. Um, so I had reached out to Bryce, and then there was kind of this thing where like there was a call with me and Bryce, and then Jachia, and then Wardog was in on it too. And I think that was probably like the greatest like on the DL thing that we had. Um, so that was awesome. And then like I, I 
really like Bryce outside of the game. So for me, I just wanted to work with people that I really liked and would have a good time with. Like that was the most important thing to me. So, I mean, same with Abby Maria, right? Like, was that not the greatest yes. final two performance in the history of any show ever? Um, so, <laughs> so I'm glad that it all worked out and that uh, we all had a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, coming in, like how much sequester had you seen or heard about or knew about? And how did that affect like what your strategy was going to be in the game? I, okay, listen, I've seen sequester <laughs> floating around Twitter. Okay. I was like, this seems cool. What is this? But I like, I just don't have time every Friday, Saturday night to go on and watch a show online for six hours. So I'd heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. And so obviously when I found out I was going to be doing it, I started doing my research and like watch a little bit of some of them kind of reached out to a few people. Like, I don't think anybody knew, you know, that I was reaching out to those people, but obviously everyone was having conversations with, with kind of sequester, uh, super fans who knew how to play it. But I, I, I didn't know anything. I didn't know shit. I was like, okay, I'm going to come into this and totally tanking because I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. But what about you, you, Bryce? Like, what did you know? Uh, girl, listen, first of all, this is how you know how crazy I am. So I was like, okay, I need to watch a uh, sequester. And so maybe like a week before uh, our weekend, I was like, oh, let me watch it on my phone. So I made the mistake of trying to watch one on my phone. No, you and, can't. Like, I'm like, oh, I know. First of all, I, it's a, it, 45 minutes of me trying to figure out how the hell I see all of the people. I'm like, oh, no. What, what the hell did I sign up for? Oh, it was like the worst. But did you feel like, Bryce, okay, because I watched one, too, and same kind of thing. I watched one that was actually live. I think it was last uh, Friday or Saturday. And um, right. I, I was trying to figure out how to unmute the rooms and then, like, watch the main YouTube oh, thing. Yes. But was it different when you were playing it? Like, I felt like it was more stressful playing because it was like, where the hell? Like, I haven't seen Bryce in four damn rounds. Like, where is he? Oh. And then I go into rooms and it would just be me. And I'm like, okay, I kind of want to have fun and, like, joke around with the fans. But at the same time, I feel like my ass needs to get in rooms with people. So it's, like, very stressful, actually. No, like, very sure. much stressful as hell. At the same time, and I just, I always kept, kept, kept ending up in the rooms of with people, like, I did not want to talk to. Same! And oh, my God, same. it was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, I felt like I was just, like, blatantly lying. Like, uh-huh, yeah, we're going to go with them. Sure, let's go. And <laughs> it was so awkward. But when I had talked to War Dog, I had told him one of my strategies that I was like, I didn't want to tell anybody. So let me tell you. So real quick, you know how like when once the room limits like broke down to four and you know how yeah. they would be like, there's a room limit, there's a yes. room limit, there's a room limit. So there were some moderators that would do that and some moderators that would sing. Then there were other moderators that when someone came in, then they would be like, hey guys, somebody's in the waiting room. One of you guys is going to have to leave. Uh -huh. And I quickly realized that the room moderators, they would be like, there's a room limit, there's a room limit. That those <laughs> moderators, when someone comes in, they immediately would start talking. So though, if that was like room two and four. And those were my safety rooms because I felt like in two and four, I could talk openly. And if somebody came in, they would be like, there's a room limit, room limit, room limit. <laughs> so like, I felt more comfortable. So bitch, that's where I was at, room two and four to all night. Okay, that was like, it would give us a heads up if somebody was coming in. Yeah, right. Because then you'd know, like maybe the person coming in wouldn't be able to hear what you were talking about. Whereas if someone yes. was delayed in letting you know, or very quiet in letting you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because there was that funny moment with you and Karishma, which by oh. the way, of all the funny moments that are kind of floating around Twitter, I died. Like that was so funny. She came back in and she was just giving you that smile. Like, mm, boy, I caught you. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. Like, ah, okay. my God, bro, Listen, no. It was great. If, if N.I. who was a person, yeah. that was it. <laughs> I was, that was like, the moment. 
I was like, uh, like, oh, I died because I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I was like, okay, I just mind. It's like, let me, I, like, I was literally speechless. You laid it, you laid it all out for her though. You were like, oh, I don't trust you at all. You might vote for me, which I don't know, Bryce. That was a little risky, but it was absolutely a hilarious moment. And just following Bryce around as a viewer, seeing when he'd enter a room with someone he didn't like versus someone he gelled with. When he was with like you or Lauren, and he instantly came in and you guys like started screaming and dancing. First, when he joined with like Karishma, and it was just like stone faced. Was a hilarious like contrast. Um, well, because here's the thing. Sorry, one last thing on this is like when I get in a room with Bryce or like Lauren or other people that I feel like I was with and comfortable with, it was easy for me to say a name, right? Because I'm like, we all were on the same page. So for me to be like, oh, um, you know, whoever the name would have been, I don't know, Sunday or whoever it is, right? Like I felt like I felt comfortable that he wouldn't go and spread that elsewhere. Like it was a safe space. Whereas right. in some rooms where you went in, I was more uh, holding back because I was right. like, okay, I don't want John Carroll, who now, you know, is maybe mad at me to go spread that I'm saying someone else. So it's kind of like difficult strategy in figuring out like what to do in each of the rooms, depending on who you're with. So totally. that was kind of yeah, my last comment on that. But And you know, like it, you could always tell, like, and I rewatched, I didn't rewatch it all because I just don't have time, but I rewatched some of it and you can always tell. And now obviously since the alliances are out and you know who's working with who, yes. you can always tell when you rewatch and you go into a room, whether or not a person is with that person or not, because the first question I ask are like, what's the name? What's the name? <laughs> and the other rooms, like, you be like, bitch, you know what's up. Like, you know, like, it's yeah. so funny yeah. because they're like, yes. what's the name? Who have you heard? And you be like, oh, I don't know, bitch, who you heard? And yeah. then like... That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, at one point, there was one where I was like, with Mama C and, and a couple other people, and I think it was the vote where it was Mama C, Abby, Jatia, and um, maybe Lauren were up. And I was like, the only person I'm voting here is Mama C. Like, the, like I'm not voting for the other three people right. because I felt closer to them and so then when it was Mama C they are like you have to vote Abby and what am I supposed to say I'm just like okay yeah like it's gonna be really hard for me and then in the last room I'm in it's Bryce and Abby and someone else and I'm like Abby they're coming for you <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna scream it out dude like I'm telling you I've been waiting to find you guys so anyway it was really fun it was really really fun yeah so diving in like this more strategic portion of the game Kelly and I want to get some of your thoughts on some of your moves but there's one in particular round that I thought was really fascinating where I was watching you and that was the safety round where you were <laughs> passing on safety uh-huh. Uh, I know you ultimately gave it to Abby Maria, but to me, as a fan watching, why didn't you give it to John Carroll and then have him give it to Abby Maria? Do you think he wouldn't do that, or what was the thought process? But I did not trust he would give it to Abby because it was um, left on the board. It was Abby, John Carroll, and Eric. And so Eric had kind of been this like wild card, I think. I don't know who he was working with or really if anyone had solidified anything. And so I felt like even if I gave it to John Carroll and I said, John, you have to promise to give it to Abby, I just didn't have enough of a working relationship with John and like to trust that he would save Abby because everyone knew Abby and I were close so like why wouldn't he use the opportunity to just cut her it would be easy to do that that makes sense yeah I wasn't sure because I thought maybe you would be like I would give this to you John if you'll promise to give it to Abby but maybe John makes a big move there and then as soon after that I saw you try to get in a room with Abby <laughs> and were you, were you trying to tell her to eliminate John Carroll after that or what was the thought process no that's the thing I saw people saying that I should tell her to eliminate John but I, I did actually kind of feel bad in that moment because it was it's really uncomfortable to be yeah. confronted and like I, I literally had to make the decision with John sitting in that room and it was him yeah, and I think it was either Sunday or Mama C and they like I just felt like through the screen that they were like you better vote for John I'm like ah 
Like I just felt so stressed out. So I, I right. felt really guilty in that moment. And everything happened so fast that I was just like, I didn't want John. I knew that a drag round was potentially coming up. And I just felt like, oh God, like if I get rid of John, like maybe other people will be against me because other people had heard that I said I would save John and then I saved Abby. So I was just trying to make it right in that moment. Um, that's kind of what happened there, which I think it was kind of funny, Real right? Because everyone's like, oh my God, Kelly's running around from room to room like a yeah, crazy person. That was a crazy <laughs> round for sure. Yeah. And I was staying in one room. Now, real quick. Now, can we talk about Eric for a second? Now, mind you, you know I was wetting oh. the whistle, girl. You know we was cheering it up. But at one point, <laughs> oh. I you thought... Have I had rosé. I, I had champagne. Okay. So, at okay, one good. point, okay, I thought, am I really drunk? Because I looked up at Eric's screen, and I'm like, wow, Eric looks like a dog here. Bitch, he had that big old <laughs> dog on his thing. <laughs> that was his number one ally in the game, I think. I don't really know if he worked with anyone else. Uh, <laughs> I know. I saw pictures after, but I will tell you that every time I went in a room with Eric, I feel like he just like wasn't saying anything. Like he was so kind of like monotone. I'm like, Eric, get it, get it together. Are you excited to be here? And then I confronted him. I'm like, Eric, why did you cheat? And he's like, I was bored. I'm like, how are you bored? You're doing this wrong if you're bored, bro. Like, started arguing together. with like the moderators and stuff too. Yes. I don't know if y'all saw this, but when he got eliminated, he I just thought, refused yes. to mute. I was in that room. I saw they were that. like, okay, Eric, oh. it's time to mute. He's like, uh, no, you mute me. He's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Muted him and they unmuted him. First of all, I think Eric had more commentary with the moderator than us as <sighs> players. But Eric was hilarious. I loved him though, because he wasn't coming for me and I like I thought he was gold. No, he was great. Yeah, no, he was great. He, he like it was super funny. I just thought that it was funny that when I asked him like why'd you do that? And he was like, I'm bored. I'm like, what how are you right. bored? <laughs> I mean Eric of all people being like the villain against the production team is pretty <laughs> funny outcome. And I guys, you and him were just like constantly randomly got in rooms together it was just such a funny dynamic with like Eric with a dog on his lap and you were wetting the whistle and it was just it was a whole lot going on uh, but Kelly aside from that round what were some of the uh, strategic like highlights for you and what were some missteps you think you took uh, okay well the major misstep was obviously at final four because I'm you know now looking back and everyone kind of talking about what should have happened I guess I should have worked closer with Abby Maria and told Abby that if I was if she didn't vote with me I was going to drag her but to be honest everyone except for Karishma in that final four was a little bit toasty at that point. Um, I think we'd all downed a, a lot of yeah, alcohol. No. And so um, when Karishma was coming for me, my like, just my automatic response was like, okay, Karishma, you're coming for me. Like you're going to go, you know? So I think if I'd had a little more time, I would have tried to figure it out. But when I asked Abby, like, Abby, what do you want to do? And she's just like staring at me, like with like, <laughs> yeah. like a dazed look. I'm like, Abby was on another planet that round. Why didn't she vote with you? Did she want you gone? and just didn't want to vote for you or is she just just out of the world right there? I think she just like she had voted for Kellen like the two or three rounds before that. I think she was just like sticking with a name. Like I don't even know. And I love <laughs> Abby. Like she's my homegirl. I love her outside of the game. So it's just kind of funny. Whatever. So I think I guess that was my misstep. And then um, what's one thing I did? Well I was really pushing hard for Jamal on the Jamal vote. And then um, I brought up Lyrsa's name too. I don't know if other people were also going for her but I guess those were kind of the two that I was going for at that point. Um, I did really want a lot of girls to be, you know, at the end. Um, so when it kind of got down to it and there were a, a majority um, females, I was kind of pushing that direction. So Jamal was totally. on the list, unfortunately. Yeah, you seem to be one of the dry 
driving forces early on after that jury had started. So definitely crushed it. And I agree with the final four. It was such a hilarious final four. Everyone was kind of lit. Uh, it, was, it was super <laughs> funny. And then beyond that, Kelly, what were some of your favorite moments just from like a humorous or a memorable standpoint? Um. Okay, well, I've watched part of it back. And so it, back to that safety chain round, I was so pissed at Chelsea. I was actually pissed at everyone. I was pissed at, I was pissed at Jatia. I was pissed at Bryce. I was pissed at everybody because Bryce, were we in that starting room on the safety yes. chain? And I was like, yes. Jatia's going to save you. You're I all know. good. All good. I'm like, okay, okay. So like Bryce gets it. I think he gives it to Jatia. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Here it comes. And then she saved and, like Charisma. And I had to hunt her down. And I hunted her down. I was so mad at Jatia for that. I was like, it's okay. I was like, there's still Abby. I'm like, there's still Chelsea and Lauren. And so then I get in a room with Lauren. And and that's when Chelsea, I think when I when it just happened that Chelsea saved Lyrsa or something. And I was like, Lauren, are y'all playing me? Because I'm seeing a lot of people that thought <laughs> were going to save me didn't save my ass. So what the hell is going Sunday on? Of all people saved you too, which was hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, I think that was really funny. And then watching it back, I saw that Chelsea was actually, she had like made a deal with somebody and was still trying to save me. And so I felt kind of bad. Um, and then I think like just getting in a room with people I liked was really fun. Like getting in with Bryce, sometimes with Abby was really fun. Like it just made it much more enjoyable when you could be with people that you felt totally comfortable with and could just like laugh. And I'm like, okay, we have a plan, whatever. Let's just chat about funny things now. Yeah. Yes. It was so much fun. Well, I have to say, girl, thank you so much for coming on the Purple Pants Podcast. Thank you. I'm Wait, dying. Wait, I have to ask you a question. Okay. Yes. What's the tea? If they asked you to play Sequester again, would you play again? <laughs> um, so let I, like, so here's the thing. The okay. only way I would agree to it is if like that the cast does not get revealed. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, you go into okay. it blind. Yes. I think so too. Like I think it should be like the cast isn't revealed and we just all like pop up in rooms or something to start because I don't know about you Bryce but like the last week I literally felt like I was actually going on another season of Survivor. It was so yeah. stressful and so crazy. Like I'm like trying to work and then I'm getting a call and then it's like having to calm down this person and go talk to this person and make sure everyone's good and then sending a DM and then you're like okay what's going on here? So I- I'm with you on that for sure. I don't know what it's like girl to go on a return of season but I'll take your word on it. <laughs> but no uh, I, it definitely was very chaotic. More chaotic than I thought. But I will have to say I do think Sequester has waken up the beast in me. And, and, you know, at one point in time like you know at the round that like if we would have got Karishma out I was at no point in time that I think I was going to win. I just wanted to like go on make a splash and just have fun. But when we were like like contemplating them votes and I'm like if I pull off this Karishma now I'm going to just be honest with you girl. I was like bitch if I can get Kelly out after this the title <laughs> is right. Like, I was like oh okay. Okay. So you were going crazy. You know, I might be a little I might be a little more hungry. I, I might you know I might got that eye on that sequester title. So I don't know. I think I would play again though. Would you play again Kelly? And let me take this. Oh yeah Kelly. You well Bryce you're a little naughty. Now the truth is really coming out. Okay. Okay. I see how girl, it is now. You, girl right, you was going to take me. Again. <laughs> you and me going toe to toe next time. Alright. Um, yeah I would play again but I do agree with you that I think it would have to be something where I, like I literally would not want to do any of this air quotes pre-gaming it's just like too stressful for an online game yes. that's supposed to be fun so yeah let me take a quick sec on that just to plug the sequester live game it's on YouTube people can check 
out seasons one through three, there's a $2,500 prize, and they've had people from like Big Brother play before. So if you guys wanted to check that out or ever play, or just fans listening wanted to check that out, it's a lot of fun and really entertaining. Oh, okay. okay. Very cool. Well, that's fun. Yes. Well, all right. Yeah, nice. Look at you go. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelly, for coming on the Thank you for joining us, Kelly. My heart. You know, if and when Survivor ever comes back on, I would love to, you know, get a date down for you to come on and break down the Survivor episode with us, girl. But we know you booked and busy, girl. We know. No, no. I'm good. I'm down. You you call me next time and I will be ready for you, Bryce. I feel like Sequester has brought us closer than ever. So we are good. You let me know. Definitely. Definitely. We could be talking about 15 year olds, okay? Ah! (laughs) Let's Uh, pray it doesn't happen. Anyway, thanks so much for having me, you guys. It's always fun. Thank you, Um, Keep doing your thing, Bryce. You know I love you. Love you to death. Um, And thanks again for having me. Say hi to Dale for a minute. Oh, I will. I will. Bye, guys. Bye, Kelly. Hey, you. Get out of here. Someone's got to get out of here. We're at room limit. I'm so excited. Baby boy, Jack, is you here with me? Yeah, I'm here, Bryce. I'm ready to rumble, dude. Let's go. Oh, my God. We just got kicked out of that one room, so let's figure out who in this room? Who in this sequestered room? Who up in here? Who's here, Bryce? Is that me? Yeah, I see. Oh, Uh, my God. It's it's me. Can you smise? Can you give it to the camera? Yes. Uh, Jatia Taylor Hart from Survivor Kagi on season 28. Yes. Yes. In the jewelry of sequester. What's going on, boo? How are you? I am fantastic. I am super excited to be here on the Purple Pants Podcast. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Zatia, yes. so great to have you. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Wouldn't be anywhere else except here. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Listen, that sequester was crazy. So I know you got a lot to get off your chest. Baby boy, Jazak, what you got for Jatia? Let's jump right into it. Uh, obviously, I didn't play, but I earnestly watched the whole thing unfold. And talking to Bryce before the game, even I heard there was a lot of like pre-gaming going on. Jatia, can you tell me a little bit about what your strategy was coming into the game and, and some of the people you were hoping to work with or that you pre-gamed with? So I, I have to give you a little bit of context coming into the game. I probably was one of the last people who accepted like uh, to, to say yes. Um, and I think I said yes maybe on a Thursday or a Friday and then the cast came out or, you know, like it was real last minute. Like I think I said yes and then it said the next day that me and Eric was going to be on there. So um, I haven't done any anything that has to do with survivors so like i don't know none of these people (laughs) at all like i knew bryce i know bryce bryce is my bae and um i haven't been on any podcasts i haven't been doing anything i've just been living my life because i have one and so i you know was really excited i i like playing strategy games um that was the thing that interested me about survivor originally like if you don't know i never applied for survivor i got asked to do survivor so Uh um i don't think i really talk about that because i don't know i'm just funny like i'm very open about some things but sometimes not so anyway I applied to be on Big Brother with my sister and um, if you see my sister we are like total opposites and I thought that would be great for Big Brother so I'm not amazing race oh my god yeah so I thought this would be me and my sister I applied originally me and my sister originally applied for amazing race she's total opposite to me I'm tall she's short Uh, you know she's kind of understated and conservative and clearly I'm not so I thought we would be a good duo and so we didn't get cast on amazing race um and 
and uh, they ended up calling me for Survivor. And I was a replacement, honestly, for Survivor. I think somebody, they needed a black girl. And when I went to the auditions, I think it was in like March, I went to the auditions. Um, they called me in March. Um, they flew me out to LA in April and then we left in May. Yes. So, um, so anyway, I just be doing stuff by the edge of my, edge of my pants. And I was like, why not? I like doing strategy games. So I was in my kids, you know, since Survivor, I have had two kids. Everybody knows this. Got married. Just boom, boom, boom. Just stuff shooting out of my vagina left and right. So, um, I agreed to play. It was fun. I needed, you know, to blow off some steam during the quarantine. And so really my pregame like started on the game was on Saturday. The, my pregame started on Thursday and I Googled what is sequester. So <laughs> that, that is where it started. And of course, I mean, I knew. I already had an end with Bryce. Bryce and I are real friends, not like fake survivor friends or so. Um, I knew that he was going to be my main person. And honestly, I knew a lot of these people had pre-existing relationships and it really did not make sense for me to come in and try to charm some people that I didn't know. Like that wasn't going to work. Um, so really my pregame was just finding out <laughs> what sequester was in the little time that I have left because I still have two kids at home and I am actually still working. Um, okay. So, you know, I was wish I had the luxury. I, you know, I studied up as best I could. Um, and I actually had a couple of phone calls. I had a phone call, of course, with Bryce as soon as I said yes. Um, and then I had a phone call, Bryce, which Bryce set up. I give all credit due. Um, and he was like, I got you. I'm going to set some stuff up. I was like, look, if Bryce say he going to set some stuff up, what he going to do is going to set some stuff up. So I okay. have to worry because Bryce is my boo and he is always true to his word. So I didn't, I, that was like the biggest thing is that I knew I could always trust Bryce. Um, and also that if it came to the point where we were up against each other, we would go, both go hard and forget about it. So you would and, say you were down to dump the Bryce if you needed to instead of the rice? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I've been thinking about that one for a while. I, I'm glad you finally got to launch that one. But you would have you would have betrayed Bryce towards the end? No hard feelings? Um. So honestly, I thought Bryce would get drugged. You know, so I was like, you know, oh. best case. I, I mean, really, nobody wants to go up against Bryce. So actually, I didn't. I mean, let's be honest, right? Bryce was I number mean, listen, one. Go ahead. I'm, no, I'm just saying, you know, child, you know, they all, you know, the threat. What Nene Leak say? The threat. Okay. They always want to come against the queen. So listen, I understand. I, hey, I, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, let's let's be honest. Me and you in a, in a final two, I'm not delusional. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, JT and I talked and we were like, listen, let's try to make the merge. And after we make the merge, it's a free for all. Like, do what you got to do, girl. It's a game. And like, you know, there's no hard feelings. And so that's how we played it. But we, our goal from Kagiyan was yes. listen, let's make the merge. So we had some things to prove. Yes, we did. Um, and so basically we had a, a onion. Bryce was my core. And then we had a four-way alliance with um, War Dog and Kelly. And then we also tried to reach out to some other people. I think Lauren, we tried to reach out to. And I figure like, I know Bryce has other things on the side. I know he's popular. He told me he was talking to other people. I'm not like thinking that he's going to protect me um, all the way to the end and, you know, like, sacrifice himself okay, for me. Okay, but girl, That's when crazy. we played that save round, who was the person I saved? Who yes. was the person oh, I, I sent that ass to? Oh, I know. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, I know you have other, you know, other people that you ain't told me about, and I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, And so, when I came in, we had to call with Kelly and War Dog. I, you know, did my best. I feel like I am a quick learner going from nothing to, you know, to plan in two days. Um, And I saw 
thought I put on a, you know, good showing with War Dog and kind of gained his confidence. And also, so after we got off the phone with Kelly and War Dog, of course, I just called Kelly and talked to her. Um, not about Survivor, just about girlfriend stuff. I think she's a cool person. I want to talk to her. I'm bored. So I called her. Um, and part of that was just, you know, giving her a human side of me. So that was something that I did pregame. Also, I reached out to Abby Maria on Instagram. Um, and I think that was the only, I like Abby Maria. So I just felt like I'd follow the natural connections. And then we also had a call with Lauren. Um, and I just really liked Lauren from the jump. And I was like, she's somebody I could work with. So then that leads to the game. And in the very first room, it was me, Eric, Lauren, and Abby Maria, which was great because I'd already contacted Abby Maria, which was funny because Kelly was like, oh, Abby Maria said y'all talked. I was like, when the hell did that happen? So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, great. We talked. We, we cuddled. We had a sleepover. Um, and so then we were in that first room. I really liked Eric because he was um, what I would call an outlier. And I think those are the kind of people that I was drawn to. So, I mean, I think you've heard this before. People bonded within their first room because you were there for like 45 minutes talking to people. You heard people's voices, that sort of thing. Eric, I super loved because he was giving everybody a hard time. And I was like, oh, that's usually me. Thank you. Thank you for that. So I felt kind of a kindred spirit. I knew Abby Maria was um, a person that a lot of people marked as crazy. I don't believe in that marking people as crazy just because people don't behave as you would want them to doesn't make them crazy. Everybody is motivated by something, you know, like, come on, she ain't in the loony bin. Um, yeah, Abby's definitely not crazy at all. <laughs> no, she's not crazy. Yeah. So, and I don't like it when people say that because I feel like people use that because they don't know how to handle you and what box to put you in. So, right. um, I, I knew I felt like I could work with her on some things. And I also think that Abby Marie is super loyal and I think she could be trusted. Like, honestly, is she a person who I think thinks of strategy on her own? No, maybe she does. I don't know. I haven't had a conversation with her like that, but I think that, um, she, can follow a plan, but you have to communicate with her. And it, and sometimes maybe her communication skills aren't yeah. um, up to, up to and, but everybody got a thing. Everybody got a thing. Did you see her pole dance? Because I was watching her Instagram, honey, and <laughs> I was mesmerized. I kind of want to go on a date with Abby Maria, oh, but girl. that's later. I think Back just a question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking working about on that. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. I think Abby is very loyal. Although towards the end of the game, once she had a few drinks in her, I think it was hard for her to really strategize a whole lot. Uh, and probably here too. So, I mean, like it was all kind of issues. So anyway, starting the game, I guess my strategy out the gate was um, just shut the fuck up. That's what my strategy <laughs> was out the gate. Um, and don't piss anybody off because I know that as soon as I pissed somebody off or said too much or did or pl even played too hard, I was going to be a target. Like I was, I could have easily been a Nick or Dean, you know, like, yeah. oh, she ain't really with nobody. Nobody don't know her. But let's just take her out and we get to hurt Bryce. So I kind of just shut up repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, went to room, room, repeat. And that was all I did. Repeat, 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 repeat and listen. And then I was taking notes um, and trying to figure out the relationships. Because again, I mean, I know who was on the season with each other, but I, you know, haven't been taking notes on, you know, I, I still don't understand the Chelsea thing. I'm getting it. Um, did she date Dean? Dean. Oh, I remember you asking about her. I'm yeah, like, that was funny. Fuck? Okay. Yeah, like, see, I don't even They had. There were some sparks on their season, I think. Okay. So, like, I tried to ask her about that because I was trying to keep her in a room once um, and she fled. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I was watching that. Oh, God. I was like, oh, no, tell me about it. <laughs> um, and then I made sure 
sure like every time I came into the room with somebody for the first time, I gave them a compliment. I know that sounds really cheesy, but it works. Uh, I like it. Yeah. So like Sunday, I was like, Sunday, your face was beat in that video. Boom. Um, Kellen, I was like, Kellen, oh, my sister-in-law used to live in Malaga. Tell me about Malaga. You know, I was trying to do these little micro things that, you know, people wouldn't think about and just really lay low and repeat. Um, Also, one thing that um, Bryce and I, we were really prepared. I never had to talk to Bryce because I knew what we was doing. Like, it was no, okay. I mean, like, because we were in the room and we were just kicking because we said a name, we was like, boom. And and sometimes we didn't even have to say a name because we had a list. We had our onions. Bryce was my core. Then I had people who were in my outer alliance, which is Wardog Kelly and Lauren. And then I had people who were meh, I didn't really care about. Um, And so I knew I had my marching orders. I was good. I know how to follow a plan. I'm good. So I didn't really need to talk to him. Um, And really, that's how I played the beginning part of the game. Lay low, don't be a target. Um, I really put together this Sunday Lyrsa um, Karishma thing, this shitty ass alliance that they had that lasted no time or whatever. Um, but I saw them as dangerous players. So we got out some of the big personalities early. Yeah. I was, um, and then I was like, okay, but there's some girls in here. And it was a whole bunch of girl power, girl power, girl power. I was noticing that. I was like, these girls came to play. So what we really need to do while the boys are sniping at each other and stuff like that, we really need to um, get some of these ladies at their feet. So like, of course, I was just a repeater. So I go into a room and repeat. And of course, you know, I go into a room and selectively repeat. I heard, I heard. Sometimes I throw in a name of my own Um, because of course nobody ever expects me to come up with something on my own for, I don't know, some reason. So I would just, you know, if I had a name, I know I was pushing Mama C. Karishma thought I was pushing her, but I actually didn't start pushing her until after she started targeting us, um, which was interesting. Um, But really, I think kind of my best moves were in the middle of the game because it got to the point where the easy targets or the big targets were going um, and it was starting to get a little dicey. So I was like, I really want to go after Sunday. I really want to go after Lyrsa and Karishma. Those are my three kind of middle game people that I want to go after. Yeah. Um, Sunday. Yeah, that was I mean, it was easier than we thought. I think Jamal the whole Jamal getting exposed kind of cut him at the legs, which um, my girl Lauren did that. I, I was very excited about that move. And uh, I don't think Lauren cut him at the legs. I think uh, we Lauren and I, when when Jamal got voted out, Lauren and I had no idea. I think it was like Kelly, Kellen, and I forget how the votes voted out, but I don't think Lauren took Jamal yeah, I think out. It might have been no, no. But y'all. She didn't take him out, but she knew it was him. And uh. so she didn't, it's not like she voted him out but she weakened him because she was like why would you know she, at first she was like okay the two obvious people who would put Sunday up and then she was like well wait a minute we were talking about it in our room because I was in the room with Lauren um, and so and then after we said that we started pushing Sunday it rolled um, and then the other thing was the safety round the safety round because I know Ooh, you was pissed yeah, off that was a crazy yes. round. you was pissed off with me that might have been the best round uh, from a viewer's perspective oh my god I went back and watched it and it was really good. So I'll tell you what. What? Uh, and I, I'm a little. I'm a little hurt about it. Not really, but a little. Because-
because A, I don't want to hurt Bryce's feelings. Um, and honestly, I don't want Bryce mad at me. Like, I don't want my baby to be mad at me. Like, and then it's I'm a game. So I, I, I got I got my big boy pants on today. I know, but I'm just saying I don't want Bryce to be mad at me. It, I mean, it happens, but um, so it was a point where I needed to make some moves, right? So I knew Bryce had other alliances, and Bryce is this big force. But I knew there was going to come a time where Bryce wasn't around, or I had, you know, it's like this is my you branch know. out a little bit, right? So Eric was gone at that point in time, was he? No, he he, no, left, he, went that he round. left this round, right? So I thought I thought I could work with Eric. I thought I could work with Abby Maria, but I knew Abby Maria was with um, Wentworth, and War Dog was gone. Wentworth, like I felt like after War Dog was gone, she was just like, eh, you know, like she would save me if it was in her interest, but she wasn't really for me, like a real alliance. Yeah. So um, I decided that I needed to invest in Lauren a little bit more. So I thought I needed to invest in Lauren a little bit more, and I thought I wanted to kind of crack those meh people that, that I had, which was Kellen and Lyrsa and Karishma, um, and try to see if I could get, and Chelsea, I don't know if she was still in the game, but those were like my meh people, like maybe I could get in with them, maybe I couldn't. Um, and so I thought that I wanted to save Lauren. I didn't want to pass it to Kelly. I didn't know what, you know, so I didn't get that message. We weren't in the same room. Um, and so I thought, okay, if I could pass it to Lauren through Karishma, I could get brownie points on both of them. Yeah. So that's why I did that. Did, and did Karishma pass it to Lauren? I, I don't know. Yeah, she did. Oh, okay. Karishma, yeah, she did. So I thought that was building goodwill. And also, um, Kelly hadn't been talking to me. And I was like, Kelly could save her. I, I'm sure Kelly can wheel and deal and save her ass. Yeah. So I, you know, I didn't think I went back and saw that she was freaking the fuck out. Right. So that was kind of just, ooh, it was so fucking juicy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but I don't know why I just thought she was cool, you know, as a cucumber, but shit, she was looking at like me doing the puzzle. I mean, like, she was like, ah, you know, <laughs> so it was also good to know that even Kelly Wentworth freaks out. Um, so I mean, and then when you came in the room, was like, why'd y'all do that? And stuff like that. I was like, oh fuck. Now <laughs> Kelly is absolutely not for me. Like I thought she was kind of wasn't for me, but I know pretty much that she yes, but it was so awkward because I was in that room with Kelly and I think it was I saw I know, was it Karishma or Abby it was like I was in the room with Kelly Abby. and, and yeah. Abby and so like I'm like oh I, and they were all like trying to like tell me to give it to them and I'm like well there's no way I'm giving it to them I'm gonna give it to Jatia and so like I'm trying to stay face in that room like I'm gonna give it to Jatia and I know Jatia will give, it, give it to, to Kelly yeah. and then from Kelly to Abby and so then we're in the room and then you don't and I'm just like oh yeah, yeah. I wish we could have coordinated better on that so I'll say that. But that's partly the game, though. It's like that, like, you have to think in these positions that, like, even if you pregame, even if you have, like, this onion, it, everything's not going to work out how you want it to work out. And so I think that that's what's the great thing about Sequester is that, like, there are these variables that no one can control, um, which makes it so much more exciting. That's true. Um, and so so much more fun but I, I truly was proud to see how far that you made it in the game how you were able to stand on your own two feet which you always can do that you are a social threat that you are a, 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 co- a co- com- comic relief that you are a girl power that you are a scientist like everything that like encompasses GT I really felt like the fans got to see um, and they were like so amazing but I'm just curious were there any highlights of sequester that you want to get out before we got to run because you know these moderators oh, gonna yeah. come for us and we can't Gosh, stay in this so, okay, I'm going to give a highlight and a, a low light, a rose and a thorn. So my thorn was, um, of course, around the six. Um, and I wish, like, in hindsight, I would have went back into
into that room and told Karishma, Karishma, you have no chance with any of these other people. You damn sure ain't gonna be Kellen. So what you need to be doing is trying to save me because I'm your only person. Try to save me and stack. Let's stack the um thing with Kellen and and maybe Abby and all these other people. You already got Larissa on there, so Larissa on there. So you need to stick with me because you ain't gonna win against nobody else. Um, but I think it was a combination of inexperience, um, tiredness, and you know just not knowing the game or the people. And so that kind. And then yeah. also you had just gotten voted out. So I was you know um I wish I would have done that. So that is the one thing that I would go back and change. Highlight was of course my tribal. Um, uh, the highlight was what do they call the final? Yeah, the your highlight, final tribal co- council question. Do they call it a tribal council? Or the jury jury question. Thank you. Jury question. So my, my favorite scientist. Yeah. <laughs> so my highlight was of course the my jury question. Um, I just wanted to have fun with it. It was getting boring as hell. Yeah. Let's be honest. Bryce was gone. I was gone. <laughs> um, I mean Abby Maria. Thank God Abby Maria was in there because everybody else would be yeah. asleep if Abby wasn't there. Um, and really, I mean, as much as you want these games uh, like Sequester and Survivor to be um, strategy and all about competition, it's really boring watching somebody do a puzzle if it ain't nothing to be laughed about. Um, and so really, I just wanted to come in and lighten the mood a little bit. Um, I My question, the smizing question, I just wanted to be fun and take people out. Um, I also wanted to give Abby Maria a chance to shine, and I thought she did shine. Um, and funny enough, I thought Kellen would do better, and she didn't. Abby Maria killed my question. Yeah, the Amelia Earhart thing had me very confused. <laughs> very. Was, but also, she it was like 8 a.m., and she had been up for like hours. So, you know, but and that's I, I thought, why I didn't, that's why I was like, look, whatever you got, you got. I ain't yeah, in the business no, of like. But your name also on the game was like at Jatia PhD, which I think <laughs> can remind I her want, that. I actually did not want anybody to say my name. That was not my purpose. I just like, uh-huh. that's my thing. Like, I like talking to young yeah. girls about being in STEM. And so that's always my judge. If anybody knows me, you've been to my website, www.jatiaphd.com, which is also my Twitter and Instagram handle, you would know that I'm all yes. about that. That's like my passion, my life's work. I love it because um, that's what I love to do. So, um, yeah, I have fun. I'd do it again. Um, and I've learned some things. I mean, look, I ain't even make, I ain't make the jury. I ain't make the, I ain't get to spit at the jury. I ain't get to see the jury. Like, I ain't nothing the jury. So I am very excited about my performance and I live and I learn and I had a great time. Yeah, you crushed it. And it looked like a lot of fun, especially with the, the time right now, this pandemic and everyone inside. I think it was a great relief for both you guys playing and for the people that got to watch it. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Jitsia, for coming on the Purple Pants Podcast. You know, Purple I love Pants you. Podcast. Pew, pew. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jitsia. It was yes. a lot of fun. Yes. Let's get up out of this room, Jack, before yeah, I think the there's a room moderator coming. Yeah, let us. Moderator one. Moderator one. <laughs> I don't care if you're pretty. You gotta go. Sorry. Get out of here. Oh, my God, Jack. These moderators is really getting on my nerves. Ugh. Let's go into this next room and see who up in this room. Uh, yeah, knock, knock, knock. Another room. Who in here? Who in this room? Hey, it's Lauren. Ooh, what's oh. up, Lauren? How are you is guys? That, hey, is that my girl, Lauren Ashley Beck from season 39, Idol of... I, wait, wait. wait Island, of the Island of the Idols. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing much. How you guys doing? I am good. I'm just, you know, who go through these room to room seeing who on here and really trying to get this sequestered tea about how everyone's experience was. Yeah, I don't know what is going on hopping from room to room. Bryce and I have been all over the place, Lauren, but I'm glad we finally get a chance to talk to you. You killed it on Saturday night. I did what I could, you know. <laughs> yes, come on, Lauren. The threat. 
threats. You were Bryce crushing it, but Karishma came through with the LOS, but let's, just, let's yes. get right into it. Let's get right into it. So I know before the game, there was a lot of pre-gaming going on. Lauren, what was your involvement with the pre-gaming? Like, what was your strategy coming in? Who did you want to work with? Who were you working against? Give us the shakedown. So, you know, I, at, at the end of the day, this is an online game. This is something that we can do as a good distraction while we're in quarantine. So I didn't actually realize that we needed to pre-game, but all these fan groups from Survivor were like, if you're not pre-gaming, you're going to lose. So I'm like, okay, I'm not, I can't lose. I need to go in and make sure I have my head right. So I believe I reached out to you, Bryce, or you reached out to me and uh, Bryce and I sort of started talking about, um, you know, working together. Him and I have talked. I got to interview him on my show and um, I'm cool with some people, obviously from my cast. And I had heard that there was a huge target on our backs because there were five of us. But after watching Sequester, I realized that big alliances don't really work. So I realized that I needed to have strong bonds with one or two people. Um, and the people that I'm closest to, I would say would probably be Bryce and Chelsea. Um, so through those two people, you know, I heard through the grapevine who was coming for who. People were coming for Chelsea. She had this epic intro video. I just sat on my couch with a lighter looking that stupid. Was Chelsea, yes, oh my God. she had a whole production. So Chalet. right off the bat, the, the, the target was on her back and they were all coming for her, coming for IOI. Um, so I just try to, you know, I'm a pretty friendly girl. I think I'm, I've talked to a lot of people that were on the cast. So I felt pretty good going in, just knowing that it was going to be a good time and that I did have, you know, a lot of acquaintances and friends on the cast that I hoped wouldn't write my name down. Um, you know, in these kind of games, I feel like you have to be cautious of promising people things. So I was very cautious of doing that. Um, but yeah, you know, it was a good time. It was fun. I, I had heard Chelsea's name was on the block. So once I heard who was saying that, it was time for that person to go. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like one of the things that Lauren and I had discussed was that like, you know, the perception and like mm-hmm. perception really matters. And that like, you mm-hmm. know, when Lauren and I had connected, like I like, I like, I don't know whether or not like I would say it was pre-gaming or really just being like, hey, yo, bitch, we good. We good. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that it, it really kind of like what really kind of like churned us more to like, okay, maybe we really do need to pre-game is that like once we were like, okay, we both had big personalities. We both yep. are kind of like on social media heavy and we've like had a lot of connections to these people. So like maybe we should work together. Now, one of the things I will reveal some tea is that <laughs> later on in the week when I kind of like patched things up with the war dog, you know, I didn't really tell my girl everything because, uh-huh. you know, I was having some cocky on flashbacks and I'm like, bitch, I can't be the third. I can't be the third. So I like did not want to reveal all of my cards to everyone. But the thing about Lauren and I was that like, despite, you know, having, you know, she was talking to people, I was talking to people, but we never lied to each other. And I think that that right. was like really important. And I was just like, okay, all right. I see. Okay. That's the real one right there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, coming into the game, Lauren, it seems like, I, I, I agree. I think keeping the pre-gaming a little bit limited was probably smart. I know Chelsea was someone who was supposed to be doing a lot of pre-gaming. And I might have come Yeah, I mean, I think, think yeah, I think exactly. When your name is on the block and you're, it's hot and you can hear it, that's when people start acting frantic. And it's like, then they want to reach out to everybody. But I also think you have to be cautious of that because it can seem disingenuous. Like if I haven't heard from you from for six months and then I reach out to you all of a sudden because we're playing this, you know, fun online game. It's like, okay, wait, what are you doing? Like some 
of the people on the cast I personally have never spoken to and it was a little I was a little taken aback to get message from them the morning of the game I wasn't like <laughs> not receptive to it but I was just like okay wait what are we doing here like I yeah, could have heard from you be four days number ago one when they hit you up four hours right 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 and I think it was more so like they needed assurance that like okay maybe if I reach out to her she won't write my name down but you know I will say this going into the game everything that I said that I was going to do like Bryce said I was honest with him I did everything that I said I was going to do if I told somebody something that's what I did I stuck with my alliances um, you know I in Survivor you have to say Survivor see you see how quickly it makes you go right Ooh, back chalet. in these games these social games you have to sort of stick with what you say you're going to do um, and I think that's why I sort of make my way to the end of these things um, and perception is reality oh, oh, like Bryce was saying okay, girl, yeah. no but I think this is the thing I think people underestimate me uh, which is great like when I saw the cast um, they were I think it was on Surviving Tribal where they were going over I think people had me at like 14th or 13th which I think is good because I think that it, it people don't they don't think I'm a threat at right, all where they have you again child I, listen I'm like who is paying them to put this out they mm-hmm. had baby boy at number one and although you know shout out to Surviving Tribal I loved it but I'm like child y'all couldn't have wait to put this out till after the game started right okay. right and that's but, the thing too it's like all of this stuff online like even Tommy the winner of our season he was tweeting and I had to text him can you stop putting a target on our back sir like you're not even playing the game and you're tweeting about this can you calm down so he, he was like I deleted it but it was literally putting a target on our backs because people were so scared of the IOI 5 I just want to point out that uh, a lot of us did last a long time in that game so uh. exactly and I thought you both <laughs> both of you played a great social game I think maybe the best social game in the game uh, even like Kelly and Karishma definitely had struggles at times as far as I could see uh, what was some of your strategy with the social game Lauren you know I am who I am so what you see is what you get I think that people understand that about me like Bryce I think you know when you and I talk even though we haven't talked that much I feel like what I say is what I mean and you know that and so I think that's how I am in life and so I think with these rooms I was just sort of having fun and being silly and like anytime I would get in a room by myself I would just like laugh and whatever like I I wasn't taking things too seriously and I think that um, you know you get what you put out and I was kind to people and I was having fun so that's what I got back I think I can definitely just echo off of that like you know just a part of like even with the pregame strategy like I knew that I would be a big social threat you know little old me third booted out from Kagiyan however anytime that I like talk to someone I try and especially someone that like was not in like my real life inner circle which isn't a lot of people but just like not people that I genuinely genuinely or whatever that word is I talk to I try to keep the same script like it wasn't like a like you know no elaborate story it was just like listen y'all know I'm cool with Jatia and you know I've spoken with Lauren other than that like it's fair game and I tried to do the same thing was like listen I want to have fun with this and that's it like I'm gonna be crazy I'm gonna be myself and like you know listen we got this order of this boot list and we're gonna vote together and we're gonna take these people out okay (laughs) yeah I mean whenever I was following you Bryce throughout the game obviously but with Lauren too and and you Bryce I noticed especially when you guys would end up in the same room together specifically (laughs) when it's just the two of you there was just just, uh, immediately like a good chemistry like fun energy and I think that really draws people into wanting to work with you guys did you see that video or the clip of us when we like first (laughs) finally get in the room and we like yes and I believe it was after the yes well it was after like the one piece of advice that Lauren or like one nugget that stuck with me with Lauren that she was like listen Bryce somebody on Twitter and one of the fans told me that if there is a double elimination do not vote in the first one vote in the second one and I mind you a bitch been drinking so I was so 
when we saw her, I was so happy to be like, yes, I listened to what you said. And then Laura was like, Issa, Issa, Issa. <laughs> and baby, and, and we start dancing. And then all of a sudden, their moderator was like, boom. And Laura and I both just like stopped in our tracks. Like, wait a minute, who coming in this room? And uh, ooh. Kellen coming in? Yes. yes. It was Kellen. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if she killed the moves like y'all did, but that was that was. Oh, awesome. my God. No, I felt like I was caught. Like, I didn't know what, what the hell was going on. I felt like I was, I didn't know what to yes. do. I'm like, child, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and my mom right. told me to go to bed and I'm downstairs right. in, the, in the freezer. Like, right. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, Lauren, I mean, just going more into the gameplay a little bit, what do you think, like, your best move throughout the game was, if you could identify as I was the detective. So, I figured out pretty early on that it was Jamal. However, I wanted to see who he would put his kill list on. So, right off the bat, I had an inkling. So, I'm, listen, I go off vibes and feelings and all kinds of stuff. So I had had a feeling that Jamal was working with the moms. And as soon as I saw Sunday as number one, it was very interesting because Sunday is such a sweet woman. No one is going to put the target <laughs> right. right on Sunday. Like, that'll make no sense. Like, why are you putting? So then I'm questioning it. And then the way that the boot order was going, it was like Abby. And I'm like, who is doing this? So I to try to throw people off of it being me, I picked Jatia as the killer, Bryce as the killer to see how the boot list was going to go. And then I finally was like, okay, I don't want to risk like mess up and yeah that's really smart i was watching the round i was similarly confused to a lot of people playing but i quickly kind of realized that if you're the detective and you think you're good and you're probably not going to be on the boot list anytime soon you might as well throw your guesses and get some more information and maybe i mean that paints more of a target on jamal that gets more people uh at each other's throats a little bit and you kind of cruised by so i, I really like yeah yeah awesome thank you yeah it ex- well and it exposes that relationship too because you could just see it on jamal's face him and i were in the room when it was like sunday was going home and it was just like this look of disappointment. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Like, I see who you're working with for real. And then, so just, wait, so do you, were Jamal and Sunday working together then? Or? Yes. Yes. So, why, yes. so he was trying to, like, pretend that he wasn't the killer, you think, by putting his friends on the kill list? Absolutely. Yes, to, dis- uh, to distance himself. From so that it, way so it like didn't you- seem like that. And then at the end, he could take him, or she would take him, because we would not know that they were working together. Sort of similar to Kellen and Abby, where, like, we didn't really know that they had something going on. That's the same thing that um, that they had going on. So, so moving away from gameplay a little bit, what would you say was your favorite moment of the game? Whether you were watching or you were a part of it, what, what was your favorite? I would say my favorite part was connecting with survivors that I haven't had the chance to connect with before. Like, I have gotten to play the game essentially with Bryce now, you know, like, it was really cool connecting with Kelly. Like, a lot of survivor players that I've admired and looked up to over the years to see how they sort of strategize and, you know, people showed their cards uh, to see people that I probably might not want to ever play the game with. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think think it was just, I'm all about human connection um, and I think it was just great to be able to connect with people that I hadn't otherwise connected with. And I feel like it just built stronger bot. Like, I feel like Bryce is like one of my good friends now. Like, I've, I feel like it just solidified a lot of new relationships, which I love. And now I'm talking to you, Jack, so can we be friends? Like, Of course. Yes. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Baby boy out here making his name in the Survivor community. Shout out yes. to the Purple Pants Podcast. Yes. It's the it's <laughs> Purple Pants Podcast. No, I had so much fun watching you guys, and I obviously I was rooting for Bryce, and by extension, you, Lord. 
Lauren. You guys really crushed it. Uh, yeah, it we just, had a good Just time. for everyone watching and everyone playing, I think it was a great break during this quarantine to kind of forget about everything going on, uh, get, oh, going on and just kind of enjoy some good old Survivor. Yeah, that's Definitely. the thing, too. It, and it, 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 it was six hours, but it didn't feel like six hours. Like, when it was done, I was like, oh, that's it? Like, <laughs> but, child, when I got to bed, it felt like six hours. Felt like I clocked <laughs> in the work. <laughs> for sure, though. But on a serious note, thank you so much, Lauren, for stopping by in your first appearance on the Purple Pants Podcast. I'm so honored. My but first and hopefully not my last. Oh, definitely. Real <laughs> quick, though. But before we go, let the people know what you up to and where they can find you at if they wanted some more of the Lauren Ashley Beck. So if you want a little more L.A.B., um, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Ashley Beck. Very on brand. Same thing with Facebook. I don't have a Twitter because I became so obsessed with social media during my season. I was like, OK, this is enough. I got to get off Twitter. Um, and I'm doing some hosting stuff. You guys can check that out on Talent Recap. You might see me and Bryce in action hey, soon. Hey, um, hey. But yeah, I just, I'm so grateful. I love the Purple Pants podcast. I love what you guys do. I love you, Jack. I think you and Bryce have such a great rapport and chemistry on air. And uh, I can't wait to listen to this episode. Yes, Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much for coming, Ash- uh, Lauren. Oh, Lauren Ashley. Hey, That's okay. The, it happens. It happens. We're, we're friends, it happens all the time. All the time. Child, yes. well, listen, let's make like sequestered Jack and let's leave this room because you done messed it up. We got to go for these <laughs> moderators. Don't vote, me out. Don't vote me out, Lauren. Come on. Uh-huh. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I might drag you out, though. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh-huh. Bitch. Bye. Bye. Room limit, room limit, room limit. Get on out of here. One of you's got to go. Jack, if these moderators give me a room limit one more time, okay, I'm going to have to come through that screen. I might have to punch <laughs> Dylan. Now, hold up a damn minute. Oh, my hey, God. <laughs> let's leave this room. Now, who in this room? Who in this room? Uh, You have Chelsea Walker, the pre-merged robbed goddess here. Yes, Chelsea. Okay. Come on, season 39, Island of the Idols. Yes, what's popping, girl? Not much. How are you, Bryce? I am good. Thank you for coming on the Purple Pants Podcast. I'm so honored. Yes, come on, the Rob Goddess. Okay, it's two Rob Goddesses here, okay? Yes. That's right. But only one of us now has made the jury. I still have yet to do that. That is true, girl. That is true. You know, I be I, I don't know what to tell you, girl. You step your game up, girl. Step your game up. Okay? I still I still suck at Survivor. It's okay. I mean, lower, I'm a lower had, threat. Maybe if you had a daughter, that might help. <laughs> if I had a daughter, you know, I maybe would have gotten to the end. But if only. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. But yes, Jack, baby boy, what you got for Miss Chelsea, the robbed goddess? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was a blast watching you and Bryce and all the others compete on this Sequester Mini. But just going into the game, how much did you know about Sequester? What was your strategy coming in? What was your pregame situation like? Did you want to work with anyone in particular? Just walk me through it. Right. So uh, going into this, I knew nothing about Sequester. The only thing I had known because I saw it trending on Twitter was the whole Ika Caitlin Big Brother drama going going on uh, for the little special they did, but other than that, had never seen it. So I pretty much watched an hour of the Big Brother uh, sequester, and I thought, you know, I'd be good. I just heard there's a lot of twists. Don't be afraid to say someone's name. And I was like, yeah, I got this. In retrospect, I should have studied a lot more. I knew nothing <laughs> about... Everyone apparently knew like on their notes, you always press the red buttons. You always do <laughs> odd numbers. No one in my so-called alliance felt <laughs> tell me that, but they yes. seem to know. 
um, speaking of alliances. So the, again, pre-gaming was absolutely insane. I don't think anyone actually realizes how insane. Did you feel the same way, Bryce? Like it was crazy. I felt like I like you know somebody died in my family and we was in a funeral and we didn't <laughs> oh like each God. other and we was like trying to figure out who was going to do what. It was like such a mess. And yes, I did not prepare as well enough as I thought because listen, I heard Karishma had notepads. I heard she had footnotes. I heard she had earrings. One was red, one was blue. She had two screens. Karishma was red tag. Yo, Karishma was playing hard. I've, I've trusted her, but yet she was sending me texts. I looked these up after the fact. She was like, hey girl, do you think you have some time to go over the game with me? I'm really not understanding this and I don't want to feel like a bozo, but this girl freaking had put five hours of her time towards this probably. This girl knew the game better than anyone. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely was not well prepared. You know, I was I was busy. I didn't feel like watching. Um, yes. So yeah, going into this game, behind the scenes, shit hit the fan. I hear everyone wants me out first. And I'm like, why? The thing is, there was five IOIs. I guess we're going to target me because I'm like the basic white girl. I get it. I suck. So <laughs> let's go after me. Why not? So yeah, I was the target and I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not going to be the first one out. So I had to like put a little pep in my step. And yeah, so I was on the phone with like Wardog, Kelly, Lauren, me and Bryce connected last minute. Um, my IOIs, like everyone was really afraid of there being five of us, but we really were kind of all during, doing our own thing. But we did have an agreement that I kind of initiated between everyone. And I was like, I don't know if you guys are actually being honest, but I'm not going after any of you. We don't have to promise each other the end, but let's maybe try to help each other out as far as we can. So I think yeah. that was pretty much the agreement. But then apparently Krishma like nominated Dean from the room round one. So I was like, oh, there goes that commitment. Right. <laughs> I don't even think Dean knew what game we were playing. Dean, oh, yeah, like, Dean listen, He was DK chilling. Yeah. <laughs> DK idiot afterwards. When the people he nominated after that oh my first God. round, I was like, Dean, Kelly and Wardog, no! Those are two votes for us. So oh. I was just like, he, Dean. He thought he was all cool doing it too. He was like, and I'm going to nominate Khaleesi. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, Dean, the hell are you doing? Yeah, Dean just came out of nowhere and screwed everything up without even knowing what was going on. So thank you, DK, for that. And thank you for that lovely shout out in your intro video. I blushed. So. Talking about intro videos, Chelsea, yours was oh, phenomenal. Yes, okay, oh, yeah, yes. first of all, let's talk about that, Chelsea, because I was ready to fight you, okay? They said a little <laughs> video. I'm like, it's COVID-19. Let me just sit in my living room. Bitch, it looked like you had a 30-person production team. I said, <laughs> what in the hell is going on? I would like to confirm that I edited that self myself. Someone was like, did you get an editor for that? And I was like, um, no, I'm not that bad, but like... We're definitely. hiring an intern if you uh, want. Well, I will no, say, after, I was like, this is so extra, and I was kind of embarrassed because I'm like, people are probably going to watch this and roll their eyes at me and be like, oh my god, she's trying so hard to be cool because she's pre-merged, so she has to like make a point right now. But, um, you know, I thought maybe there might be some reward if you had a good intro video, so I was... My whole plan, I was yeah. going to make up that I got an LOS for having the best intro video, but then <laughs> shit hit the fan during the game. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, so that intro video, that was that. Um, yeah. I will say, though, I, I hate it when people give people shit for, like, trying too hard. Like, it's a game. You're trying to be passionate. You're trying to play hard. If you're going all out to, to prepare for it and make a good intro video, that doesn't deserve any hate in my mind. So props yes. to you. I thought that was a dope intro video. No, um, for sure. We, we know Chelsea spent all her time on that video and not watching the old, the old sequester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have spent less time on my <laughs> intro and maybe a little more time figuring out what this game was. And then real quick before you jump in, Jack, Chelsea, dude, I felt like, first of all, I felt like Audrey wanted Dean to go far in the game because I, when 
we had that killer and detective game. I'm like, where is the where is DK the detective? <laughs> detective. At? Okay, DK detective. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that twist was interesting. I didn't really understand that. One, I didn't but... understand it either, girl. I just went in one room and was just like, listen, if I'm I'm gonna be in a room by myself and I'm gonna just talk to the camera because I don't even want to yeah. be around nobody. Okay, yeah, there was a killer want the in the street. Okay? There's a, like I was like saying something. And there's like you are the killer, and I was like, no, I swear I'm not. I was like, I don't even know what we're allowed to say though. Am I allowed to say I'm not? Like it was a very confusing round. I just sat there and I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, I think in retrospect they kind of realized it was a bit convoluted. But I mean, I props to Audrey. Like obviously she's killing it with this game. And then each game, I think they try to implement something new. A lot of times it hits, sometimes it misses. But I guess that's kind of you gotta of the, take the game. risks. You know, like exactly. Jeff, Jeff Probst says, you try, you gotta try Edge. That didn't work out. Well, but yeah. now they have to bring it back, hopefully. So yeah, I mean, hopefully I, not for a third time. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Agreed. But um, like once the game started and even a little bit before the game what was your like personal strategy and your approach to playing this game yeah again just so like I knew I was everyone's target or at least half the cast target right away so I felt like my back was against the wall from the beginning and my real only goal in this game was to get out fair play and Rick just because nothing personal against Rick I just knew they were coming from me hard during pregame so I just wanted to get them first which I did ka-ching um Ding, ding. Thank you very much for that. Oh, I've always wanted a bell, so thank you. Um, well, my ego just grew two sizes. So, yeah, that was really my only game. And, like, I was actually really playing a trustworthy game. Like, the people I was committing to, like, which was Wardog, Kelly, Lauren, Bryce, Jatia. Um, I never actually talked to Jatia, but, like, through Bryce, I was like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. all cool. Um, and my IOIs. Like, I wasn't. I knew we all might have to turn on each other, but I was, like, not going after them in the beginning. Uh, right. So, yeah, again. Again, I got real messy in that game, though. Like, my strategy, after round four, I think the White Claw kicked in, that mango White Claw. And oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah, it was a tall boy, so oh. I don't know. I haven't drank in a while. I'm a lightweight, and again, I don't want to blame my poor decisions on White Claw, but it, yeah, I was just... It's a factor. It's a factor. I, I came out, like, after, when I played that LOS, like, rather being happy that I got saved myself, I was just like, who voted for me? And then I, like, there was a miscommunication. I thought Wardog and and Kelly turned on me so like as soon as that was over I like went after War Dog threw me off he actually was with me but like pregame like there's a little bit of why I went at him because he was playing both sides he was telling people I created the cast and like I, I just it's War Dog and even though we're friends in real life like yeah. you never it's War Dog you never know, never know. his name is War Dog you don't really and know what's been. going on yeah this game just brought like the crazy out me in me and like my first game I played like all the people I thought I was in an alliance with voted me out and I think I have some deep uh, trust issues that I buried for a while and they resurfaced for this game and just like I was out of control a little bit there was a time where I came at you Bryce and thought you were coming at me yes okay Uh, we was in the room and I was like naming all the people that could vote and I guess Karishma or somebody came back and you came in that room and you were like Bryce you said we were working together I was like girl you about to get a white claw in your face if you don't (laughs) literally anytime anyone says my name even if it's just like Chelsea is cool. I'm like, why are you saying my name? Um, yeah, I totally blew up my own game. Again, I was messy in that. Um, yeah, so maybe that's why I'm pre-merged. I definitely, like, sunk my own game a little bit. I apologize for that, Bryce. I, like, it's I was off right. my... Yeah. War Dog, I felt super bad about that. Like, I'm just, like, I think I'm a very sensitive person, and after the game was over, like, it was fun, but then I didn't even care about getting dragged. I just, I felt really bad that I did that to War Dog and that I didn't trust him. I felt bad 
I did that to Bryce and there was the whole chain of events round where I really was trying to save Kelly but I was being loyal I wasn't loyal to Lyrsa like had no pregame thing with her but yeah. I promised Kellen and Karishma and Lyrsa that I would save her because we were all in the same room and the and same room yeah and, and I was and I was just like Lyrsa you have to save Kelly and I knew they had a thing going on so I believed her because they used to work together or something and then Lyrsa just like handed it to Jamal I was like oh shit and Kelly was pissed the girl was pissed and I think she was like threatening to go off on me on Twitter or something like I cannot have Wentworth drowning me on Twitter other people can drown me on Twitter and I don't care but like Kelly's cool I need her coming back on some IMDB stuff and like I think we're friends so like I did not want to get on the game's so fast paced that things get like your loyalties will go different places like your what you say even if it's a truth might get discombobulated and twisted around yeah, so as soon as Lyrsa did so that I was crazy. like jumping in the rooms trying to find Kelly <laughs> I couldn't get her and there was like room limitment and then Kelly would leave I'm like no I'm trying to talk to you and it was just I was getting like man that was watching stressful it, watching it back Chelsea I have to say it was hilarious when you went on a warpath how fast you would jump in and out the rooms <laughs> like, <laughs> no. we're on a mission I was like yeah. look at baby girl <laughs> yo I was so quick I would see who's in anytime I saw fair play in a room I was like I gotta go bye I don't need to see your face <laughs> so dis- discussing fair play I'm not a big Twitter guy but I know Bryce right. was talking about the Twitter a little bit Bryce can you what's this can you guys give me the situation here what's going well, on with fair saying, play you know uh, Chelsea did not win the sequester you know she wasn't the winner but word on a block is she definitely won queen block okay? let's go <laughs> my first Twitter block as far as I know so again that's a win in my book I played an LOS correctly and I got blocked so this was fun I love it um, yeah speaking of that man who blocked me I'm trying to be the bigger person here but all I gotta say is why are you so obsessed with me Alexa please play Obsessed by Mariah Carey now hold up a minute But yeah, why do you think John Dalton, I'm not going to give him the privilege of the Johnny Fairplay, why do you think he blocked you on Twitter? Like, what's what's the deal there? Why Were you not buying his shirts? Like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah I, I, what I actually meant to do in a room was, like, just pose for a little bit, and then I was going to tell the fans to screen grab that and send it to him so he could put it on a shirt and sell it for uh, using the likeness of my face like he does for everyone else. But uh. I didn't want to go that low. So really, I think the issue is I really, like, was trying to work with fair play and Rick from the like the beginning of the game because once everyone was pregame I was like oh I gotta get to work um, so it's like why don't we do the IOIs and the edge and you can bring in fair play Wardog because Wardog was my dude and like said he liked Rick and fair play and so yeah talked with fair play and uh, Wardog on the phone actually locked it in then the next day Wardog calls me he's like Rick doesn't want to do it Rick doesn't trust you blah 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 I'm like what did I ever do to Rick um, so I was like if Rick's against me I'm against Rick so days go by pre-gaming blah 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 everything's crazy then I get a war dog basically tells me Fairplay's gonna text you and say him and Rick are in but they're really not they want you out I'm like oh great so Fairplay calls me saying alright Rick's in who from IOI do you want to sacrifice first that's part of the deal I was like um I don't know you tell me who you guys want out and he just flipped a switch 
started screaming at me being like, I can't trust you. This is red flags. Like how you had two days to give me a name. But again, people started saying he was bullying me. I heard that word getting floated around. The man wasn't bullying me. Let's just clear the air there. Was he yelling at me like a crazy person? Yes, but like not bullying it. It's it's whatever. Yeah. Um, so when the game t- came time for the game, like I knew fair play was coming for me. So I wanted to go for him. It was tit for tat. And I came out on top and the man, I guess, just... Was not happy it. about that. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, at the end of the day, you know, he's trying to still be a character that he was 20 years ago and wants to get a rise out of me. But like, honestly, What's if, not there to was, like about that? if there was one player in the Survivor community who wasn't going to like me, I'm very much okay with it being fair play. I'm not, I'm not losing sleep over that one. I'll tell you that. Ooh, it's almost yes. a compliment to get blocked by fair play. Yeah, honestly, like I think no one even knows who I am because I got out so early. But all of a sudden, like fair play can't keep me out of his like Twitter feed and people are like oh so that's who Chelsea is that's a lot okay. of followers that's a lot of new yeah. followers I went from a pre-merge who dat to be like oh fair play blocked her I'm like yeah um, so just quickly the last thing I want to touch on is uh, we, we were dragged out of the game by John Carroll I want to get your thoughts on being dragged out of the game and then also what's your th- thoughts on this drag twist in general as like an element of gameplay um yeah I guess again I was getting real messy by that point. I, th- I, I don't know. Something inside my brain wasn't working at that point. I didn't even know what was going on. That was the round where I was like, This Christ. is the moderator. This is the moderator. That's the white claw alert. The white <laughs> claw alert. Yeah, the white claw clit. Cl- whoa, the white claw. I think I'm on white claw right now. Um, yeah, the white claw hit and that's when I was like, Bryce, why did you say my name? I didn't know who anyone was voting for. I like remember telling other people John. I didn't think John would drag me and I also, I think at that point I was so paranoid and I thought votes were going on me so I was like if anything I just need to try and save myself and put them on John and hope he doesn't drag me I should have just thrown one on Lyrsa like I was going to initially do but yeah so he dragged me gave me this whole speech what I have no problem with John either it's a game it's whatever it was just funny like his speech said stuff like I couldn't believe you voted for me after our talk earlier this week and blah 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 and then I go and see the votes like Audrey released everyone's votes and John actually like voted for me on the <laughs> I played my LOS and then he didn't even vote out fair play when fair play was up for nomination so I was just like people are so hypocritical in this game it's just like I can't it's, I don't have time for this it's so crazy though because it's like I feel like people like because there's some people that are like mad at me um, and like like reached out to Wendell uh, but I just think it's like, I, like it's not a like I mean there's nothing personal and I just feel like but if they would have got me out then I would feel like it would have been okay but it's like I beat them to the punch and it was yeah. just like it's nothing personal it's, it's just a game. Yeah, but it's just a game another, for keep going. Just right, right. No, but another funny thing about it is, as the more people started having white claw and like whatever <laughs> they were drinking alerts, there were, I was in two rooms where people like got the the Skype text and the private text like messed up, and they're like putting their votes in the private text, and I'm like, oh, bitch, you really voting my name down? And I see <laughs> yeah. you, okay. <laughs> oh my god, I know it was it was messy. Yeah, um, the drinks were definitely an exciting part of the gameplay. For yeah. Sure. Abby was the highlight. Bryce and uh, Abby, true entertainment right there. Yeah. Um, the highlight Abby, of Sequester. Abby Maria was such a queen. But Social. Social. Yes. Oh, oh, was, yeah. <laughs> no, the best was social. And then when uh, Jamal first came in and it's she the said, final oh, three. Finally, finally. <laughs> 
and then Bryce, when she was like, we have one thing in common, purple. Abby Maria Gomez is a national treasure, and I love her totally. dearly. And she's Same. just like, I don't even, sometimes I don't even think she knows how pure gold she is. Yeah. But speaking of pure gold, I'm so honored to have the Rob Goddess come on the Purple Pants podcast. Seriously, Chelsea, I'm so happy that you're here. But listen, girl, this can't be your, this can't be your first and last time, okay, girl, you got to come. The door is open, okay? Yes, it's, the door is revolving, and I need you to come on more IMDB stuff because you are hilarious, Bryce. Truly one of the funniest people. The funniest survivor. Ding that. Or ring, ring. Ding, ding. 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 Yeah. Bryce, you seriously are hilarious. I'm just I'm not stroking doing your it. ego. Yeah, I've taught him well. And that's, I think I've said this before. I love to keep it going. Yeah, like before this, like, sequester as crazy as this was in the mind fuck and everything and, like, lost some sleep over, like, figuring what I could have should have done even though there was no money involved just because I'm super type A like that. Okay. Um, I am very glad, the, like, the silver lining in all of this was, like, I did get to connect with some people who I haven't really connected with before. Like, yes, me and you, Bryce, have DM'd, but, like, we got to FaceTime and I really feel right. like I got to know you. Now I'm on your podcast and, like, yeah. you're awesome. Um, like, FaceTiming with Kelly and Wardog and Lauren that we had some funny conversations, reconnected with some IOIs I hadn't talked to in a while. So, all in all, fun experience, but, man, that was a lot on my uh, mental. or It's a lot. Mental, yeah. And, mental yes, I'm, I'm glad that we can talk about it in past tense and just continue to put it in the past. But seriously, thank you so much. And before you go, Chelsea, I just want to know, do you have a daughter? <laughs> I do not have a daughter, do you? Some other people do, though. <laughs> you a mess. Okay. <laughs> Baby boy. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Chelsea. You really brought the energy in this game, and that was a lot of fun. It was great seeing your passionate gameplay, but thanks so much for coming on and talking about your experience. Thank you. If I don't see you wearing purple pants, you better get out of this podcast, because we are at room limit. Okay, these moderators, Jack, is really, really working my nerves. I'm tired of switching rooms, I'm but uh, tired, let's see who up in this room. Who who in this room? Wh- who up in here? Bitch, please, you know who's in this room. Oh my god. It's a Survivor OG, Bryce, and it's an OG. This oh, is John Carroll, baby. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I don't know. We might need to jump rooms real quick, Jack, because, baby, this was my uh, arch enemy. Arch mm-hmm. enemy was sequestered <laughs> last time. Oh, my God. The word is nemesis. Ah! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. This I might, know, baby. This might be real okay. spicy. This might be yes. spicy. But, John, it's great to meet you, man. I'm a big fan of yours, and I loved how you played on Sequester, man. You brought a lot of energy, and, and you were really working. I lost seven pounds that night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was, yeah, no doubt. Um, so coming into the game, like how much did you know about Sequester and how did that affect your strategy coming in? Like what did you, what did you plan on playing? Yeah. Who did you want to work with? Who did you want to work against? Like what were your thoughts? Okay, so let's see here. I heard about Sequester uh, loosely. I was aware of its original incarnation many, many years ago um, and how I actually ended up getting on the cast for this Survivor Mini, uh, Sequester Mini, is that I, was going through a bunch of my social media instant messaging because I'm terrible. It's like voicemail to me and it was getting stacked up. So I was just clearing stuff out like my Facebook messenger, my Instagram. Holy cow. You know, I didn't even realize like how many places people can send you messages. So 
I was going through Twitter and got down, like, I don't know, probably like 20 people. And uh, Audrey, there was a message from Audrey from 2014 or 16, something like that. And it was, I think it was her original season of Sequester and had asked me if I wanted to, to do it. And I like ghosted her and didn't even know I ghosted her. So I was like, holy cow. And like, so I just then DM'd her back. I said, oh my gosh, I apologize. I just found this. So yeah, if you ever do anything again, you know, if my schedule works, just, you know, let me know. And then within, I think, you know, either the same day or the next day, then came back and just said, hey, we're doing the Survivor Mini and do you want to join? And we we don't have anybody old school. And I was like, sure. I had a lot to learn really quickly. Yeah, that's 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 some crazy timing right there. I mean, yeah. So I'm sure you did a little bit of research. Uh What what was your strategy coming in? How did you want to play things given that sequester is so similar to Survivor, but obviously this online format makes it so different? Well, because I'm so old school and I'm quite a bit older than everybody else, I had limited... Oh, like old, oh. I guess. yes, yes. Like I got Choney's older than Bryce. So, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I was kind of at a loss initially. Like, okay, you know, how do I do this? And so I thought initially, like, hey, let me look at my the people that I know. But then I'm like, that's probably the first place people go to look to break people up or those known connections. So then I just started trying to connect with uh, as many people as I could um, and try to open the door and you know and have it. It's hard to be like uh, you want to be sincere because you do because you know many of these people like you're either fangirl or fanboyed over time and now you're going to play this game with them and you really haven't engaged with them if at all or often so there was just this whole like quick kind of connection that like you know how far do you put it without it looking manipulative but yet just trying to make a real connection and so one of the things I I had heard was try to make as many connections as possible because at least if you tried um, if it's you versus somebody that they made no connection with the odds are that they might go with person they have like zero connection with. So that was kind of like my strategy is just try to make some connection, a bond, you know, over something. Um, and and also kind of, you know, maybe rekindle something like where maybe I had talked to somebody in the past and and then just try to work my way through it, you know, uh, during the week. And then I ended up with a four-person group that um, we decided that we were going to work together and I trusted it and we and we did until some things kind of happened in the game late. Um, and yeah, and, and, and but I had no inkling that I was going to be like a target from the first moment I was eligible for votes. And that put me on my back foot. And I led by leading during Survivor Marquesas. So I had no frame of reference and kind of a reality competition where you are the one being targeted and working from the bottom. And um, I actually relished it. It was like, I think I do my best work under pressure anyway. And, um, and as Bryce knows, you know, I have a high pressure job in doing what I do. And, and I think that extra pressure of just having to just do everything you can and use every skill set that you got just to try to work your way through the twists and the, yeah, brings you know, out the best in you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just had fun. That was the number one thing. I just was like, I'm gonna have fun. I'm not going to take this serious. I'm going to be goofy on the camera. You know, I'm just going to just literally just, you know, have some bourbons and just hang out with these people that I, this club that I 
get to be a part of still, you know, 20 years later totally. and, just, and just roll with it. Yeah, at least from my experience with, you know, online games or the live games I've done, when you're on the bottom, it, it can be a lot of fun because you feel like you have nothing to lose. So you're really ready to bust out all of your strategy and just have fun with it. And you're really not as hurt when you go home because you kind of were, had time to mentally prepare for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you were yeah. playing hard, John. What were some of your strategies in the game? I know early on you got called out for, for this thing with Kellen about the oh. 3 a.m. in Spain. What was yes. the logic behind that? <laughs> oh, just my. in general, just give us some of your best moves and then yeah. some of maybe yeah. things you regretted. Um, okay, I think my, my my worst initial move was the, the the Kellen piece. And like I told her when I got to do the drag, you know, round and, and the round 10, that Ooh. the reason I didn't drag her was... I acknowledged my own fumble with her and that I just offered myself up on a plate when I was already on the plate. <laughs> so I'm like, just let me, <laughs> let me just put the apple in my own mouth. Um, and so, so that's why I gave, kind of gave her a, a pass on that. And then really the rest of it was, um, I just had, I was constantly scrambling. I knew, um, to be active, um, not to be passive. Um, my strategy was just to repeat names that I heard in other rooms. And what I got, uh, gun shy as soon as I tried to throw out a name that really wasn't out there and it backfired because it was awkward. And I realized I was better with momentum than creating, um, a new line of attack. My mind thing was just, it was, I told uh, Karishma before we went in and, and Sunday and Larissa, the way I kind of thought I was going to play, and it's really what I kind of did, except for the mess up with Kellen was like when you're out in a, like a, a club or somewhere and a beach ball comes up in the air and you just keep moving the beach ball and you hope that you're not the one who drops it or knocks it you know over the fence. Yeah. Th- that was my goal is just keep the beach ball moving. And as long as the name of somebody else was written on that beach ball, just move from room to room and just keep the name that already already been popped up because what you were saying was true and the name was already out of the bag and you didn't have to be worried about the one creating it and I did, and that was my mess up with Kellen is I threw a name out there um, as an original name and it haunted me for the rest of my, my rounds until I got voted out. Yeah. And just to clarify, you're saying Kellen was that name that you offered up as an original name? Yes. Right at the beginning because I used that stupid time zone. I figured, well, by the time I got three or four in the morning, she <laughs> might be just tired and want to go to sleep. I'm like, she's a survivor, John. No. That's like, she'll gnaw off her own arm and she asked you to you was escape. you was trying to put her to bed early. i was i was and like so oh. if, if i could chime in here one yeah. thing and one thing that i have to just give johnny pots and pans credit to is that like you know johnny and i were not working together and actually like you know uh how things came about like john happened to be like one of like my top three on my hit list but i'd have to say although eric in this sequester game had about nine or ten or thirteen lives john carroll had about thirteen lives yeah. himself because baby boy was coming at John Carroll extremely hard in the beginning and this bitch kept like I mean he was just dodging bullets after bullets after bullets and I definitely have to give credit to John because it's like you know we weren't working together and it was no. like we were like literally playing our own game and the way John you know to be in a quote unquote old school player cause John he ain't really that old but for him to be a quote unquote old school player that's like somewhat removed from the game for him to come into sequester and for him to like be enemy number one, two, and three, and for him to be able to dip, dive, and move, and to like make it as far as he did, I definitely have to get my hats off to Johnny Pots and Pants, because you did that, John. I Like, you know, listen, I game, respect game, and you, and then, baby, then I just gotta talk about this. Listen, that drag round, 
around, that's when I put my strategy hat on. I said, oh, nope, there is no way at a drag round I'm writing John Carroll's name down because John will drive from Nebraska to Philadelphia. To pull me by my hair, uh, but that drag speech that you gave for Chelsea like has to go down like uh, in the sequester history because baby, you dragged her. <laughs> yeah, why did you drag her, John? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, so uh, for future sequester players, <laughs> if you find yourself in the tenth round and you are in the room with the person that's up for you know the vote, or you think the person that's the target ends up in your room, I would think long and hard before you vote that person out because they're staring right at you and when they see the votes are coming up that natural reaction is like okay you know which one of y'all did this and um so i did take a pause like because it was going to be kind of that gut right and then and then i was like wait a minute this is not fantastic i was in that room too though i was in yeah. that room too. oh yeah oh yeah and but you didn't vote for me and i oh. also i and, and i already had my own you know reasoning of, of how i was going to um kind of work my Way through that, so I knew that you know that the tenth round was going to be a drag round at some point, or a, you know, a drag round was going to be coming. And then when the tenth round started, they let us know it's going to be a drag round, and that you were going to see who voted for you. So I was like, man, Survivor needs like an exit like this that you actually because what strategy you have to use? Because if you're going after somebody, you know, left, right, left, right, you know, you got to be worried about something like a drag. And so, um, and so there had been like so much like drama going on between the Iowa there was five of them, you know, and these different alliances and all of that, that I also could tell when I was in the rooms that, um, and, and I had talked to Chelsea as well. And I knew she was like coming like to win, but I also had my little alliance, um, of Sunday had been voted out. I was the next to go. And then, so Lyrissa and, um, Karishma, yeah, we're still in it. So I knew that I needed to get out somebody that might ultimately end up being kind of their competition. Um, and I heard through the grapevine that Kellen and Krishma might be actually working together in the back and then because I fumbled you know my whole approach to Kellen altogether I just took her off off of my hit list and and then I just knew that Chelsea was just gonna kind of be like the villain and the fact we were in the same room I just thought wow that was just a huge mistake and you should pay for it and so I'm like what can (laughs) I what can I say that at least if I'm gonna go because first of all you know I may be a middle-aged gay man but I am still a gay man and I know how to have a moment and I'll I was like, girl, this spotlight on me. I'm like, let me just go ahead and take my earrings off and just slay what I'm about to say next. And I'm like, Chelsea, I'm like, fatal mistake, girlfriend. Bye, girl. It was awesome. It did. I felt bad that you know, it was. she was going out, but I'm like, look, if you're going to go out, go out hard. And I took her out hard. Definitely. It was so much fun to watch you. But Johnny Carroll, we got to keep hopping in these rooms. Okay. Moderators come but thank you so much for your purple pants podcast debut uh i am grateful for you and we will talk soon holla baby boy okay love you thank you so much for joining us john yeah thanks jack it was awesome take care everybody hey room limit hello follow the rules someone's gotta go you know the rules here come on nope no leave let's go now hold up a minute a purple pants podcast los was played successfully you can now Exit. Thank you for playing the Purple Pants Podcast Sequester Mini Series. Ha 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 ha.
I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It was so much fun playing the Purple Pants podcast edition of Sequester. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts at Purple Pants Podcast. Okay? Write a review. Give your baby boy some five-star ratings. I definitely enjoy it. And if you guys thought that this whole Sequester thing was interesting, make sure you check out SequesterAccess.com to become a patron and you can actually play in your own miniseries or you can watch the live miniseries that they do. It's so much fun. And a big shout out to Audrey for helping me out with this podcast and inviting me to play on the Survivor Sequester Mini. And a big shout out to that annoying moderator Dylan. Thank you so much for having me, Bryce. Thank you to the Purple Pants Podcast. All right, guys, let me go because you didn't work my butt a little too much this week. I didn't get you two podcasts in one week, okay? Your baby boy out here doing this thing. All right, I'll see you guys next Tuesday for the new episode of the Purple Pants Podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants.